0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another one of these goofy little shows every other weekend getting one of these things that's just not conspiracy driven it's just meant to be fun uh i say it every time this is not the main show i actually got a bad review because he's like this used to be a good show i don't even know who the guy was but he's like this used to be a good show but instead of talking about conspiracies ryan's talking about his favorite fast food establishments and it's like come on it's a it's a side joke episode but today i have nico from upstate unconventional uh buddy of mine we've been talking back and forth uh since the first time we did an episode together and you do this show with your wife and you guys uh you seem to just have like really unique content it's fun stuff i enjoy it i enjoy talking with you man so i wanted to learn a little bit about you and talk about some stupid
1: stuff too so what's going on with you yeah man honored to be here you know I was actually a little (laughs) nervous for this I was like oh man it's like the real Nico gonna come out they're gonna hear all my trashy ass behaviors (laughs) like hey I I learned a thing or two about you uh and and your hot
0: dog preferences which blew my mind uh (laughs) so we'll get into that later but no man you know it's funny that when you talk about stuff that because obviously you have somewhat of a conspiratorial show too your content's different than mine you talk about like I know the one that was really interesting was like the fairy episode. I thought that was super, super cool, super unique. So I guess your guys is more paranormal. But if you're not talking about that stuff that you usually talk about, it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, am I going to be good at this? But it's literally just talking about shit that you do. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to learn learn more about it, man.
1: Definitely. And yeah, we're doing a little bit of a revamp with the show, Um, just trying to make it more Cause Rosie joined in August and I was kind of like getting over it. You know what I mean? I was like, just having this problem. Like I wanted people to call in, you know, Mm -hmm. have it like tell their stories and whatnot. And it's like pulling fucking teeth, trying to get someone to (laughs) call in, dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people would send me messages like this, but I don't want it. I don't want to say it on the show or you can read it, but don't mention my name. And I'm like, dude, so now I just want to talk about like weird shit and just unconventional stuff. And that's kind of where we're, going with that we're doing a little bit of a revamp and just kind of getting more informative type stuff like that fairy episode just different type of content but yeah dude i'm i want to talk about like just real world shit and like growing up and all the junk food i ate and- <laughs> well yet you know um we
0: when was it that we me and ghosted like a we kind of half-assed did a redhead episode like what the history of the redheads are and that would be something that I think would be kind of fun to team up with you and Rosie on. And then obviously we'll get ghost involved too. But, um, I mean, I got so many people reaching out and like most of them were redheads. And I thought it was interesting, like, like redheads are like this little cult of people. It seems like, and they're like, dude, and they're like a huge minority, you know, like yeah. we were talking about how black, uh, people are replacing redheads and like pop culture things. And it's strange. I don't know why it would be, but, uh, yeah, man, I let's, uh, let's get into some of this stuff. I mean, as you know, I like talking about just the past, like talking about how you got here. Um, obviously, you guys are in New York. It shows it right there on your uh, podcast cover. And mm-hmm. you talk about unconventional stuff up there in upstate New York. So, I mean, have you lived in upstate New York for your entire life or how? I mean, because it seems like this is a, a huge part of your life.
1: Yeah, so. I was born in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and I think I lived there till about a year old. I don't remember any of that. And then uh, we moved to Kingston, New York. It was weird. Like, my mom had a house in Kingston, but she was, like, working for IBM, so she, like, commuted to Connecticut, so she had an apartment there with my dad. I don't know the full story, but they were living in Hartford when I was born. And then we moved back to New York, Uh, grew up in Kingston. Do you know anything about Kingston, New York, or anything like that? nothing and i know very little about connecticut as a whole other than like skull and bones and stuff mm -hmm. so kingston new york was like the first uh capital of new york back in like the revolutionary war times and there's all this like history the british like went through and burned a bunch of shit down back in the 1700s and it's something i'm like trying to learn more about but uh just a lot of old weird shit going on there spooky town and, so uh, as
0: a kid was this kind of like interesting to you because i mean is this how you get to where you're at today
1: somewhat just learn about that stuff i think part of it like i remember like one of my first i don't have a ton of memories as like a little kid and it's weird like yeah. all of them are kind of like negative really? <laughs> it's like funny how that like works out you don't remember i don't know but uh one of them was like we went to a revolutionary war reenactment in <laughs> Kingston, in new york and i was like what? It like these, so wait, this is not real. Like it was just one of those things where you're like, so people literally dress up. Like this is like a club, yeah, yeah, like a history club that comes out and they dress up, they LARP, and it was just like an odd experience. But yeah, it's I don't know. So yeah, definitely growing up there, I didn't have a ton of paranormal shit happen in Kingston. It was when we moved a little further upstate, next town up, Saugerties, is when all my like weird paranormal shit started happening. But uh,
0: huh. Yeah, you know, the, the main, uh, reenactments of wars they do are like the revolutionary, the civil war. And uh, on American dad, it's like my favorite TV show. They did this, uh, Vietnam reenactment and that's like the worst war to reenact because it's just like drugs and like abusing the people that are out there and shit. And it was so funny. <laughs> They're doing it on a golf course and it oh was just God. hilarious, dude. But, um, yeah, I'd like to do some sort of war reenactment. I think that'd be kind of dope actually at some point. Have you seen like people
1: LARPing? Like the new eight, like the castles and shit. I have. And, um, oh man, what the, f- I was going to go to comic-con one year with like my cousin. And like, that's not like uh medieval stuff, but I have seen online. Some people doing that, like where they build their own armor and yeah, all that like fantasy stuff. And it, Hey man, whatever floats your boat. Like I'm a nerd. I would be like into that. Like I was big into like world of Warcraft when I was growing up. Yeah, so yeah. like, I get it, but I don't know if I could do it. You know I yeah know. I mean, so like that, and like the furry conventions
0: seem fun, like it's a dream of mine to infiltrate a furry convention and like wear like a cam and dress up as some weird animal and do weird shit. I'm not trying to like you know get freaky with these things, but just like the weird shit that they do at these furry things is very
1: intriguing to me um, yeah, I know like what what is the mindset behind that? like I would love to see like the psychology like aspect of it, like dude, I don't know to me, man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's, there's like, there's actually, like, decent, like, I, I, me and Ghost were talking a lot of shit about this, and there's, like, a super hot chick that dresses up as, like, a dog and likes being treated like a dog. It's very weird. And it's like, what's going on here? Is this, uh, is this like, something that you're doing by will, or are you kind of off in the head? I don't know, dude. I, but, yeah, like, wearing a tail... I don't know if she shits in the yard or what goes on there, but it's very strange. Um, And like, there's a whole sect of like cat people that, you know, I watch these cringe videos on Instagram and they'll do these things where they're trotting along and then they put like a stick in the road and they jump over it and in slow motion. And it's like, I don't know what's going on there. It's just a strange way to live. But anyway, um, so you, you, are living in Kingston, not remembering much, nothing too significant as far as like what shaped you back then.
1: Um, then you moved to where? Uh, is New York, and it's that's where my dad grew up. And uh, it's just like a really small town, it's very odd. Like, I want to do a whole episode on like small town mentality because okay. it's like very the culture around a small town is weird. like everyone knows everyone, a lot of people are related, they're yeah. like not. They don't like outsiders. You know what I mean? like it's just it's a weird mentality growing up in like a town like that. Like the whole like big fish in a small pond syndrome. Yeah. Was like my entire high school career. You know what I mean? Like really? just all these like local families that have been there forever and they think they're like, you know, gods on earth. And yeah, it's yeah. like they all still live there. You know what I mean? Like they all still exist in this town and they don't do anything. And they don't think
0: much about what's going on outside of that town either. No, it's it's a weird it's very weird. <laughs> it's the only way I can explain it. No, I I definitely agree man cuz I I live in Tucson but I live now in this area where it's uh it's called Picture Rocks. It's a very small small community and it's on the outskirts of town and I don't really feel like it's my permanent home. Like I I don't really feel like I fit in. There's a lot I mean the the teeth to person ratio is not right. I mean, there's a lot of meth out here. There's a lot of people with missing teeth. There's a little bar here, a local bar. And you'd think that I'd be there often because, you know, I enjoy drinking and all this stuff. Did I went in there one time and I was like, this is not for me here. You know, like it's just the same thing. Like we went up there, me and Kim, when we were first dating, go into this bar. She shows a California license to the, to the uh, bartender. Who's this fucking ogre looking guy. And he's like, you know, we don't like people from California here, right? And it's like, who the fuck is a bartender right. and says that? Like, I mean, I feel this. I feel similar. Like, yeah, people from California oftentimes are up their own asses. I'm not going to say that to somebody, especially if I'm trying to get a tip from them. So I don't know. It, it's strange. But you're right about, you know, the small town mentality, not like an And you felt like an outsider in your town. Is that kind of what you're getting at here?
1: Yeah. So like Kingston is it's like a small city you know what i mean Mm -hmm. a lot of diversity in quotes you know like my elementary school is like mostly black kids and then you move up to Sogarties, and i think we had like three black kids in the entire school you know (laughs) and they were like rednecks so it was like this weird (laughs) weird... in the country and wearing cowboy hats and shit yeah it's like it was just a bizarre and it's only like 20 minutes away from kingston so it's not like it's this like far out in the middle of nowhere but like the the whole mindset and mentality is like, everyone is like a redneck. Like they, uh, it's, you know, like Jeff Foxworthy and Larry, the cable guy type oh. shit. And like that, that really white, like middle-class redneck culture shit. Like it's, it's hard to explain, but uh, no, yeah, I, so know, I didn't I fit know in at exactly all. I mm-hmm.
0: Sorry. I don't so, know if I got a little lag there. I know exactly what you're talking about though, man. And it, And it is weird. So are you, as, as kids are, you know, I'm assuming listening to a lot of country, watching you know the redneck or blue collar comedy tour. That's what it was called, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Are you are you the same age as me? Thirty? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm thirty one. Yeah, yeah, I'm thirty one. Is also okay. So yeah, same type of shit was influencing both of us. I'm sure in a way, mm-hmm. like as far as TV goes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we can probably talk about some of those MTV shows and shit later too. But um, <clears throat> I'm thinking like. Like what kind of music and what kind of like movies and culture were you into? As all these kids around are, like I said, are assuming they're all into like you know country and shit like that.
1: Yeah. So it was like there was a, a large group of kids like into country music. Then there's obviously like the hip hop people and whatnot. Like I have a personal distaste for country because we can get into this later. My dad started a country band that's uh, when I was in like ninth grade, and it was <laughs> like this very traumatic. event um we can get into that but uh yeah so like i i just really hate like that that culture you know what i mean like it's i i don't disagree with a lot of the values and stuff like more conservative i'm definitely more conservative when it comes to most things but i just can't stand this like weird ass like fake redneck where it's like white trash with cash like type deal where it's like they yeah. have these like expensive four wheelers they all like we went camping too that was like a big thing we can get into like camping but it's not really camping like the big There's trailers in a damn yeah toy hauler and shit and yeah, it's, yeah. And it's so it's just a bizarre culture and it's like they all just like are in on like you know what i mean it's like yeah. everyone is just like sucking each other's dicks like oh and it's like really keeping up with the Joneses, but. Not real. It's it's hard to explain, man. It's like, but it's weird. And I like I just didn't fit in at all, yeah. you know. Um,
0: dude. I, so that is a lot of what's out here too, where I'm at. There's a lot of, again, people with very few teeth, but they've got a massive. Like it looks like a hundred thousand dollar toy hauler, and then a right. nice truck, you know, eighty thousand dollar truck pulling it. Um, I don't get it, man. You'd think that you would want to live. I mean, there's this a decent area, but man, if I had money to spend on that kind of shit, I wouldn't spend it on that. I wouldn't have a toy hauler that I could bring, you know, out hunting. I'm fine staying at a tent if I'm going out there actually trying to kill an animal and shit, you know, trying to connect with nature a little bit. But yeah, when you're going out there and you're firing up the stove, you know, that doesn't really make any sense or, or, or heating something up in a damn microwave when you're supposed to be in front of a campfire. It's strange, and I, I think that that has that changed at some point, at least for my family, in like the early 2000s, I think, because we used to go out there and, and when we'd go hunting and camping and shit, we'd use tents, and mm-hmm. then it started just kind of evolving into toy haulers and trailers and stuff. So, and I, I mean, it's nice. Don't get me wrong; it's nice to stay warm, but you know, kind of kind of defeats the purpose. But it's funny, man. So I just could see you as like this outsider in your school and and this was all the way up through high
1: school yeah so and I was uh I was very fat up until like eighth grade I was like a really fat kid me and my brother were both he's he's still a bigger guy too but so I I just had like no confidence I was shy as hell like my whole upbringing I was very quiet I was very obsessed with toys and like um like my things you know what I mean probably autistic you know what I mean like I could you know in a way but (laughs) <laughs> always like a, a straight A student, just always did my work. I just was very shy, sheltered, and kind of uh, what is that? Uh, introverted, very introverted. And did and you then, get picked uh, on a lot? Kind like it's weird. Like not really like once like in kindergarten, I was being picked on by a fourth grader on the bus. Yeah, and like <laughs> my mom went onto the bus and like threatened this kid, and I was like <laughs> embarrassing, but like it was cool too like it was but i'm just thinking like if if someone did that today like if i went on like my stepson's bus and threatened a kid i'd be in fucking jail right now
0: mm-hmm. like yeah
1: so it's, it's just but like,
0: but kids aren't really picking on kids anymore like they were when we were growing
1: up no it's it's dude it's weird we can get into that too a little bit because like they're like weirdly polite like they do a lot of cyberbullying and stuff like yeah, yeah. <laughs> my experience with teaching and stuff but like i don't know i saw this uh I was at the playground with my son a while ago, and these kids were like kind of just joking around. And one said something; it wasn't even like like that bad. And like the other kids were like, "Hey, man, that wasn't very nice." And Do I was like, "What the?" Said? It was like something about maybe like his mom or something. It was just like one kid said like, "Oh, your mom," and they were like, "Hey, that's not nice, man." And like, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> we call all- his mom a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Right, like like that was. Everything was like your mom, this, like your mama jokes, everything. So it was just weird to like hear them kind of police themselves in this like, contr- like, I don't know. It just didn't seem natural to me.
0: And it's kind of, I mean, as, as uh, you know, inconsiderate or or irresponsible, maybe that it might sound, that doesn't seem right. It seems like kids should kind of make fun of each other a little bit. If you're mm-hmm. weird you get made fun of. It's just part of life, right? I mean, but now it's not. They're they're really changing that up and now being weird or being uh I don't want to like compare it to how you were cuz I don't really know, but like for me, I was definitely um up until like high school, like sophomore junior year, like when I'm almost done with school, is like when I started really kind of understanding how to interact with people, not yeah. being fake, but you kind of have to act different around this group of people than this group. Um but I was always myself. I played with like little toy motorcycles, you know, in the dirt with my friends when I was like a sophomore in school, dude. Like we're doing like shit when other kids are out there trying to like, you know, have their first kiss or sex or whatever they're doing. I'm out there, you know, getting dirty in the rain, playing with, you know, kid like a fucking three year
1: old, you know? So it was weird, but dude, I was the same way. I was the same way. Like there was when I was in eighth grade, I remember like there was this whole problem with like this group of girls giving blowjobs under the back stairway. Really? And and I like didn't know what a blowjob really was. Yeah. And like, I was playing with these like Marvel, they were called Marvel legends. They're really cool action (laughs) figures. And they came with a comic book. I'm going to have to check these out. while you're talking continue? Sorry. Yeah. So they have them now still like the Marvel legends, but the series one and stuff, they were like really like iconic characters, like Iron Man, Hulk. And it would come with the first edition of the comic book that that character was in. And so, like I was really into those, really into like Lord of the Rings stuff. Okay. and uh, are we talking like these guys? Um, no, type in like Marvel Legend. yeah, this like right here, the iron this is how they came in these boxes here. That's so I had like dope. every single one of them, and I sold them all a couple years ago, and I'm like so I had like up to the first six series, and I sold them for like six or seven hundred bucks, but they're worth so much more now. I'm I sure. just wish I held on to them, but like they're on like pristine condition and stuff. But yeah, so I, I was like, this is what I was into in like eighth grade.
0: <laughs> yeah. When other kids are getting their dicks sucked, you're out there playing. Right.
1: <laughs> well, that's probably better, man. That's probably better, honestly. Oh, I agree. But it's just like funny to think about like how sheltered you get when you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. These are sick, dude. I actually like these right now. This mm-hmm. Captain America one's
1: dope. I know. I'm like, I wish I still had them. Cause I had all the comic books still all like every piece. I was like, like I said, like probably borderline autistic as a kid. Sure. And like kept everything like that, that one right there, the toad, that was like the only one I couldn't get. Which one? The toad. That one right there. Oh, yeah. This guy. Hmm. Yeah. It was like one of those ones. They only made like a couple hundred of them and it was just like impossible to find. Now,
0: why won't this go away? Okay, I was gonna say, uh, would your uh, yeah, look at this. I mean, just a couple of them are 104. It looks mm-hmm. like they come in the box. These
1: are smaller though, huh? Yeah, those ones are different. Um, these are like early 2000s, probably like 2001. They came. Okay, but
0: uh, Magnet, yeah, man. shit. Yeah, dude. No, I uh, I mean, we probably would have been friends in middle school and stuff. Mm-hmm. because yeah i i was uh I didn't kiss a girl till I was like sixteen, dude so, same here same here yeah. as my uh junior year it was my first kiss. well, look how um, we turned out, you know, look how we turned yeah. out, so it's fine <laughs> um, Conspiracy podcasters huh? <laughs> yeah, what's cooler than nerds having a podcast, huh right
1: <laughs> but uh yeah dude, they were cool to it, and i like I just wish I had him like even for my son because he's into like superheroes and stuff now too. This one's nice, Little Wolverine.
0: And you, could you change the heads, or is this not... This is, yeah, a, you this could, again, different.
1: You could, This one is a little different, too. Um, these are, like, classic ones. But, yeah, these ones came with, like, uh, different pieces. Okay. And, like, they would come with, like, each... In the later series, like, uh, Captain America would come with, like, a piece. And it would build, like, the the juggernaut. Or, you know what I mean? Like, sure, if you sure. got all of them together, you could build one. That's dope. Mm-hmm. did you have a favorite
0: uh you know kind of toy collection thing obviously it sounds like it's these but i mean like i love like anything spawn that that character Spawn. Dude,
1: that's so weird you just brought that up because i was looking because i was buying my i'm trying to do some christmas shopping and my little guy is like really into this like five nights at freddy's thing i don't oh, even yeah, know yeah, little teddy bear thing yeah and i'm like trying to find some toys with that and they're all like really expensive but Dude, I had so many spawn toys. I actually have one still downstairs. It's a uh, forget what. It's just like the classic spawn, and he's like, it doesn't move. It's kind of like a statue. Yeah, but he's got like the cape, and he's standing on a pile of skulls. Nice, um, dude. Look up. Um, See, I had all these right here.
0: Every single yeah. one of these. I had that guy that Danny DeVito turns into. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dude. These were these were nice. These were real good. Uh, what were you gonna what say?
1: It- look up what so I was looking these because it was like on a vintage toy site and I was like looking and I saw something for spawn and I had this one, it was called um, mag maga. What the manga dead spawn. And this thing was
0: so sick. Dude, that one's nice too. The regular spawn with the cape, manga M A
1: N G A. Yeah. Like manga, whatever the Japanese thing is. Uh, Okay. Manga dead spawn. And it was like one of the coolest toys. I'm gonna try dead spawn first uh dead spawn is this it yeah that's it right there yeah look at like if you look at some of the other ones it's got like a chainsaw covered in blood it was just like
0: oh yeah that's nice damn dude this my computer's glitching out my bad oh yeah that's him Mm Mm-hmm.
1: that's the one and I don't remember that at all it was like a weird little series they put out and you could only get them at kb toys do you remember kb toys oh dude
0: i love kb toys man i have some really good memories as a kid man like my dad like i was really into collecting all kinds of shit and like you said i wish that i kept these things man the only thing that i still have are my cop rods i don't know if you remember those you remember cop rods no what were they oh let me show you these things are pretty cool but so like my dad like we were into the car like the the cars movie you know Mm -hmm. had these like really valuable toys if you had the whole set it was pretty valuable so like my dad we would go we'd wake up early and we'd go to these toy stores when they were getting their shipments because my dad would ask him like when are you getting these because my son loves collecting he liked doing it too he just Mm -hmm. blamed it all on me but we'd go around and dude like it would be it'd be super sick like just waiting in line and then getting into the store when they open and trying to find these rare toys. And like we ended up getting like the full sets of everything. Cause my dad was down to buy them all. Um, let me show you these cop rods. Cause this was one thing. Cop rods, hot wheels. There's two series, and I have them all. I could just go grab them. But I mean, okay. what it is basically, it's a different city. And what, what got me into them was they had a Tucson. And you know, it's kind of rare to see Tucson really anywhere. And it was a, a track T car, but you get the idea, a different city mm-hmm. and a different hot rod. With the like cop badge, uh, you know, displayed and then just kind of unique stuff. Like they're all different. So it was fun. Something really cool to get into as a kid. That's St. Louis right there. Do you have them in the boxes still? Yeah, they're all in the boxes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Series one and two. I think it's like three or 400 bucks for all of them. So I'm just going to keep them. Like I wish that I had all that shit. I have a couple
1: Pokemon cards still. Like I got a Charizard and stuff, but. Yeah, dude, that was another one that, like, I had the entire first uh, series, like, all 150 original Pokemon. Yeah. Like, all the cards. And uh, it was like this around the same time I sold all the Marvel Legend things, too. And I sold it when you, when I tell you the price, you're going to like laugh. <laughs> and like, I sold it for like 300 bucks, the entire 150. Because much- at the time, like, no one was playing Pokemon, and now it's like big again.
0: But let's see how much. Let's see how much you left on the table here. Po- Pokemon full set. Let's just see if it comes up easy there. Um, damn dude, yeah, like Blastoise. Blastoise was like my favorite card, even though everyone liked Charizard. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I'm not really seeing a full set because yeah, the original set is what's
1: worth the money. Yeah. So what if you did like original pokemon card original yeah oh, okay original um, but- 150 but yeah dude it's did you it play like- any
0: of that like digimon and shit or the Yu-Gi-Oh?
1: i got into Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit in like fifth grade um again like i didn't really know what the hell i was doing back then <laughs> like i got into some online card games like this a little later in life but I had them all. I I was always I've always been a collector. Like yeah. I've always liked to have like a full set of something.
0: This is 216 cards for 125, so maybe you didn't uh do too bad. Let's see. Those don't look like the originals though.
1: No, those aren't. The Magic Carp looks a little bit like the original, but I don't think that's the original set.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cuz you got yeah, so I don't know, man, it's tough to know because you see some of these things selling for so much. Mm -hmm. and then you see some that are selling for like nothing this is definitely part of the original set and this is listed for uh 16.95 each and i'm assuming these are just individual cards so these are first edition though you see that Mm -hmm. so um i don't know man and they are they appear to be shadowless too which is Mm -hmm. the 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 real money makers so I don't know, man. We, they used to have these card conventions and shit like that, too, at, at the malls, mm-hmm. and it was so fun to go to and just check
1: out, like, all the stuff that people have.
0: Dude, and, did you uh, ever
1: go to Toys R Us and play Pokemon, like, on a Saturday morning? No, man. Did you? I did it a couple times, but again, like, I was in, like, fourth or fifth grade, and I really had no clue how to play, and, like, I got paired up with, like, a teenager that, like, that's all he did. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you just kick your ass? It was done in, like, a couple turns. And Damn, I was like, yeah. huh. Why would they pair you up with a teenager? It sounds like. It was, there was only, only, like, ten people there. You know what I mean? It was, like, a very small event. But it was still fun. Like, you'd go in. And, like, it got to a point where it was, like, cultish behavior. Like, all the parents. Like, I we used to go to this babysitter. And, like, we all collected Pokemon cards. So, like, one parent would call and be like, Toys R Us has a new box in. You know, Walmart's got a new box. So like, yeah, yeah. They were just running by, like it was. It was a shit show, dude. Yeah, man. I wonder what starts
0: those kinds of trends. It's interesting because I'm trying to think of other trends that were super, super big when it came to toys. Because there was the cars, there was Pokemon. Baseball cards weren't ever really that huge. Pogs were like when I was super little. Yeah, they were so, phasing out. <clears throat> yeah, so I don't know, man. It wasn't that it It was like certain little things, but all all throughout this time, like as a kid, did you ever spend time like home alone
1: as a kid like did you
0: did you come home from school and no one's home?
1: Oh yeah, so <clears throat> that started when I was in like end of fourth grade, early fifth grade, so like nine ten, I started being able to just get off the bus and go home okay um our babysitter was like literally right down the road, so sometimes I would go there, but typically, like once I got that taste of freedom, I stopped yeah go there and it was like expensive my parents were like good just it's a waste of money to keep paying her like whatever right. it was 200 dollars a week or something like that and um,
0: then you know you know what's coming next <laughs> what kind of stuff are you making yourself when you get home from school as far as food goes all right
1: here here's where huh. ah, all right so i was my mom would always buy the banquets and the michelinas oh, microwavable sure. stuff now I remind you, I was a fat kid, so I would yeah. eat those for breakfast. That was like my breakfast in the morning. Okay, the, like, the chicken banquet strips, and it would come with like the little brownie in the corner, and you'd microwave it. <clears throat> do you remember yeah. those things? Oh yeah, like, I do. Sal- Salisbury steak, um, little Salisbury, Salisbury
0: steak, little uh, you know the uh, the kid cuisines were nice, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to look at. So, did you have a favorite Michelina's meal? Uh, Because
1: I was a big Pizza Pocket kid myself. Pizza Pockets were good. The chicken nuggets with the uh, smiley. Popping chickens. Yep. The mac and cheese was good too. I I mean, dude, I would eat all of these. But um, when I would come home from school, my absolute favorite, and this is so gross, but it was uh, (laughs) Campbell's Chunky Clam Chowder. And I would add... An extra, I would get a can of bumblebee clams because they never oh, put enough man. clams. So I would add the clams in there and then smash up like two handfuls of oyster crackers and throw that in there and just make this clam chowder sludge. Oh, uh, man. dude. I would, I would make so many like weird uh, you do concoctions. Oh, yeah, dude. Ramen casseroles. Ramen casserole. What's this? All right. So. <clears throat> Dude, I I still make this stuff from time to time and Rosie is like What the fuck are you doing? Roast because like she grew up filthy rich. You know what I mean? Like she grew up in a completely different world than what I grew up in. Really? So like the first time uh I made a ramen casserole, she like almost threw up. She's like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, this is not normal. So (laughs) what you do is do you know how to make a ramen perfect? Like Like the best way to make the package kind or the cup kind? Packaged kind. The cup kinds are not that great. You know what I mean? They're hit or miss. Yeah, it's yeah. The
0: cardboard uh, weird shit. They remind me of um, like that. What's that MK Ultra movie? Uh, Manchurian Candidate. Because that's what they feed the, the, you know, numbed out people is those things. But no, enlighten me on how to make a perfect pack of ramen. All right. So
1: you got to boil your water. And then you got to get a container either a tupperware or something with a lid you know so you boil your water separately a lot of people like to mix it all together it's, yeah. it's the wrong way to do it You boil the water separately put the noodles in steep the water over top of it let it sit for three minutes drain this is how i do it drain most of the water out then add your seasoning and then you have a really nice al dente sure perfect perfectly seasoned ramen packet Okay. <laughs> so then I would take it a then. step. Yeah, it comes out perfect if you do it that way. And you got to do it for exactly three minutes. Because otherwise it's too chewy or it's too mushy. Um. So then what I would do is I would take it a step further. I would season it. And then I would dump out the remainder of the broth. Add some mayonnaise. Ooh. Add a can of chicken or tuna, depending. Okay. And mix that in. Maybe add a little hot sauce in sure. there too. And okay. you just have this delicious ramen casserole. And do you still like the taste of this today? I do, man. It's like, really, it's a, I'll do it every once in a while. Huh?
0: Yeah, man. I I, I would not expect that. That's wild. <laughs> Mayonnaise, hot sauce, and chicken or tuna.
1: Hmm.
0: Interesting. And did you have a go-to flavor? Are we talking chicken ramen, beef ramen, the Oriental, oh, yeah. which is offensive today? Right. They
1: don't even sell that one anymore. I used yeah, well, to like the Oriental. Yeah. Um, the shrimp was okay. And it would come with like those little like dehydrated shrimp in there. Yeah. I didn't like those. Yeah. Didn't that like one that. wasn't good. Um, the, the hot and spicy was okay, but just chicken, man, chicken okay. straight. The beef one is good, but you got to be in the right mood for that. Gotta chicken be in is very, mood. Yeah. Chicken is very versatile. You can add anything to it. You know, it goes well with tuna. It goes well with <laughs> sure. tan chicken. Um, that's
0: funny, dude. That is so but, funny. So, do you have a favorite kind of hot sauce that you'd use for this stuff?
1: Back in the day, it was either Tabasco or like Sriracha. Usually, like Sriracha, I'd put in there. Damn, you
0: were on the Sriracha earlier then, because yeah, we were Mm -hmm. using like Frank's. Frank's is
1: decent. Um, It's like straight vinegar. Yeah, it's it's for shitty hot sauce. It's all right, but yeah, Sriracha was usually the uh, go-to. You know what? Too spicy. What's that? It's not too spicy. It's got like that initial first kick, but it doesn't like linger. You know what I mean? Sure. sure. Like a, like wasabi almost. Exactly.
0: You know, what would be nice now that you're showing me this uh, ramen casserole, laying down a thin layer of pizza snack rolls and then putting the ramen on top, maybe doing a little bake. Mm. I don't know. It could be interesting. Could be. It's Mm -hmm. going to be pretty carb, pretty high in carbs yeah Uh, dude and did you get those things i sent you the other day the
1: taco bites
0: yeah you remember those dude i'd never seen those and i thought that you
1: did you take a picture of that in your house or was that offline i found that online i had to do some digging because like i typed in taco bites and nothing comes up so you have to it's like tostinos what are they uh mexican style pizza rolls or something like that okay Uh, mexican style so were these things good because they sound like a nightmare Dude, they—they they straight dog food. It just smelled like ass, like you know what I mean. But I would eat them all the time. Sure, and it had well, like mean... one.
0: Yeah, let's see. Oh, here, right? Mexican style rolls. Yep. Oh man, what's in them? You got Mexican chicken style rolls, chicken. The uh, chicken
1: ones weren't bad, but the beef ones were just like disgusting. It was like beef and refried beans, and oh man, you know, man, I, I
0: yesterday we we'll, we'll, we have to class this up a little bit after that mm-hmm. yesterday i made some hash browns i don't know if you uh do you ever fuck around with like making potatoes like try and make them homemade mhm so there's this cool thing that i mean it, what you do is you cut the the potatoes into squares and we're talking like the the size of the potato and maybe like a half an inch thick mm-hmm. and you set down two uh shish kebab sticks on each side one on each side And then you cut, like, little slivers one way, like, you know, going parallel with how the thing works. And then you flip it over, and at a 45-degree angle, you cut slivers in it like that. And they're little fucking criss-cut fries,
1: dude, once they're done. It's wild. Yeah, I have have seen that. Dude,
0: I tried it yesterday, and it ended up working out pretty well. So I'm trying to see how we could incorporate that into this uh, ramen casserole. I'd never heard of this before. I think that this is something that people out there should try is a
1: ramen casserole or don't try it. I mean, it's, it's not like, <laughs> it's not that great, you know? <laughs> okay. Don't try I mean, it then. I, no, I love it. It's, it's one of those like weird <laughs> things I encourage. Yeah. Everyone try it and just get creative with it. Sometimes you put salsa in there. Um, I used to put a lot of cap, like I'd put vegetables like
0: cabbage, carrots, onions. Cause dude, mm-hmm. ramen was a big, big deal for, like 90s kids really Mm -hmm. in like middle school because it was cheap you're hungry all the time so parents i think every house in the early 2000s with kids in it or teenagers had a a lot of ramen you know mostly that chicken and
1: beef as we mentioned yep and yeah you could buy like the coleslaw the pre-made coleslaw packs throw that in there right um snap peas like the frozen snap peas the edamame things you could pop those in there they were good um. Yeah, and then it would just be like if there was any, um, say like leftovers, then you throw that in there too, leftover sure. chicken, leftover pork chop, leftover steak, whatever. Got to get that throw protein that in. in there. Exactly. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I still do this like up till today. You know, like a couple of days ago, I'd made one because you just you just want to like cram it all in and just <laughs> I get these like weird like I haven't eaten anything yet today. And yep. what I'll do is I'll go like all day and then I'll come home and just go crazy, go so hard, and just eat like, you know, 10,000 calories worth of food and then be good for, you know, the next day and a half
0: training for a marathon that,
1: that you're not doing. It sounds Ex- like exactly. <laughs> well, dude, did you ever fuck with Lunchables? I did. And you know what? I have a, do you remember when they came out with the, uh, the burger and hot dog ones. Uh, of course, I do. I, I, I let me guess. You were a hot dog guy. No, I, I the hot dog ones were better than the burgers. But I the first time I had one of these, it was at a summer camp, right? And it yeah. was um we went to a different summer camp. So like we used to the the park was like right by my house in Kingston. It was right up the street, and they would take us on buses to go to other parks around the area, and we'd have like sports days at these other camps. And uh, so I I opened up my lunch and I had the burgers, right? (laughs) And they're like these shriveled, nasty-looking little pieces of... I'm wondering what kind of meat they are, honestly. And so I I was looking at this burger and, dude, I looked up and there was a kid at this other camp that had one arm. And, like, I looked up at this kid's, like, stump (laughs) that was, like... And I saw this hand and, like, I just... I could never... I couldn't eat it. it like it freaked <laughs> me out so bad that I was like, like this image was just burned in my mind because oh. I saw this kid's stump of an arm and I saw this like, yeah, it just, it reminded me of it and it freaked me out and I like couldn't eat them ever again. Oh man. So you haven't yeah. had one since, huh? No, no, I haven't. Um, And then another thing too, with uh, sour cream and onion chips, I used to love sour cream and onion chips. Ooh. I'm a chip chip guy you know potato chips i will eat just that's like one of my weaknesses you know i'll just i'll eat a whole bag of chips for no reason Uh, um but sour cream and onion chips i was eating a bag of chips one time and my parents used to have this big um fish tank and they would get like these little like fish these little like pink feeder fish that they would feed (laughs) I was like in the closet one day looking for shoes or something, stuffing my face with sour cream and onion chips. And I found
0: <laughs> a eating dead, them in the
1: closet. That I was going to like get my shoes. So I'm like oh, I you my were face fucking
0: hiding in the closet eating <laughs> no, chips.
1: No, so I went in to like grab my shoes and I was looking on the ground, stuffing my face with these chips. And like I picked up, I, I saw something on the ground. I picked it up and it was a dried up feeder fish. It was just like <laughs> it fell on the ground and just completely dehydrated. And I was like looking at it and. Now I can't eat sour cream and onion chips because I have that image of this dried up little fish <laughs> that I found in my closet.
0: <laughs> How the hell did it get to your closet? That sounds like the fish.
1: So the, the fish thing. tank was the fish tank was built into the wall. Okay. And like there was a little coat closet next to it. So that's you had to go into the coat closet to feed the fish. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? So like there was a bowl of these like feeder fish in front of it. So when my mom or whoever fed Like, scooped them out. One must have hopped out and just fell on the ground and died and just dried up. Like, who knows how long it was there? Wow. And I I happened to find it while eating sour cream and onion chips, and it just, it fucked me up. How old were you? I was probably in like third grade, third or fourth grade.
0: Dude, that's so funny that you're just eating a bag of chips and then you pick something up off the floor. That's so funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like super, like a germ. A germaphobe. I kind of am like that now. Like I won't share uh water with like anyone. Mm. Um, I won't reach into a bag if someone else reaches in there, like for chips. Yeah, it's just so funny to just like be like, "What's that on the ground? Let me pick it up while I'm eating
1: and check this yeah, thing dude, out." It, it's yeah, I was not not a germaphobe. That's that pretty funny. Though. You know what I mean? Like for as like paranoid as I was as a little kid and scared of everything, like germs just never to like cross my mind but like i have all these like weird like gross food stories that have like impacted me <laughs> now as an adult like, like where i can't eat certain things or i don't know we had to watch like a video in home ec class and they're showing like how salmonella spreads yeah and it like it fucked me up because it's like this kid's like chopping chicken and then he like uses the same knife to cut the yeah. cheese and it was like i don't know it just i remember watching that and being like dude did you throw up a lot as a kid? No, but if someone like I would get really
0: uh, nervous if like someone in class threw up or something, you know, like if uh, I mean, I'm trying to think. As far as throwing up a lot, no, but I have like even to this day, I have the worst gag reflex like bad. So, yeah, I, I mean, to answer your question, no, I didn't throw up a lot. But I was terrified of the dark until an abnormally late age. I don't know if you were the same.
1: Um, it's weird. Like, I never, I've, I've always had problems sleeping, dude. I've always been like a night owl my entire life. Ever since I was, I mean, from when I can remember. Like, my earliest memories are probably around like five years old. Sure. I really don't remember anything before that. But, dude, I would stay up to like one, two o'clock in the morning as a little kid. And just really? like either reading or playing with toys or. Like, I just, I hated sleeping. And then um, when we moved to the new house in Saugerties, I started getting all this crazy sleep paralysis. So then I, like, really just tried not to sleep at all. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk about that, too. Mm -hmm. That's wild. So what were you going to say about uh, throwing up real quick, though, before we move into the sleep paralysis? It's just, um, so, like, my son, uh, he has, like, celiacs, and he's alert. We found out it's dairy and gluten. And so he pukes a lot. You know what I mean? Like, not... A crazy amount, but if he eats something like he throws it up and he feels better. But like Rosie is the worst with throw; up. like she cannot. It, it's so you like gotta clean it. Not only that, but like when if she has to throw up, dude, it's like yeah. the world's ending. You know what I mean? Like crying, like it's it's <laughs> it's bad. So like me as a kid, like dude, I would puke all the time. Like it just just a normal thing. It was just like a normal thing. Um like if my brother if he saw like wet grass he would throw up as like a little kid like we just puked a lot like it's just wet weird grass yeah like I remember one time I came into the house and there was like a clump of wet grass on my shoe and he saw it and just puked like oh my god that's so <laughs> weird it is weird but like so <laughs> throwing up to me is not like that abnormal sure so sure. like when I when I, my son's very dramatic when he throws up too so I have to go in and coach him through it. I'm like, you're not gonna die, don't worry it's better out than in like it just was never an issue for me yeah and i just i'm curious like if other kids or other people had that problem where it's like so dramatic and impactful every time you throw up
0: for in that regard yeah i i used to cry as a kid like i mean i'm trying to think like when when the the fear of throwing up stopped probably like middle school dude like i would be crying when i was gonna throw up and my mom would have to do the same thing like just get it out you'll feel a lot better Mm -hmm. and um i also would do that with the hiccups whenever i would get hiccups dude i would like get super super upset and actually i recently got the hiccups there's nothing that pisses me off more than having the hiccups i think like i just hate it because when i get them they'll go away and then they just come back like 20 30 minutes later and I, i like it's with me until i go to sleep that night so it just pisses i mean they make me so mad dude i'm like you know wanting to throw shit around and stuff but as a kid yeah i mean instead of getting angry you just cry about shit like that so i think the normal reaction for kids is crying so it might have been mm-hmm. a little little different that you were super uh almost a fan of throwing up it sounds like
1: <laughs> dude i would like yeah i mean i wasn't like bulimic or anything like i said no, I, I know that kid but like dude i would if i didn't want to go to school like i would just make myself throw up it was just Go do it. And my mom would be like, okay, did you make yourself throw up? Or did you actually have to, you know what I mean? She, so she knew that it. you would do that. Yeah. And I was like, but I puked. And she's like, no. So again, I was like, <laughs> I was like it's so weird. Cause like, I was a very shy kid. um, Very probably like borderline depressed. And really? like my parents, it's so funny now that I have kids, like I understand what like they were doing. But they were like, do not tell anyone at school that you're depressed. Don't talk about this. shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just do your work. And I'm like, I went through a phase like a few years ago. I was like, man, you know, playing the blame game. Like, if they just got me help, maybe I would be normal. I wouldn't be so fucked up. But now that I have a kid, I'm like, don't you dare say anything in school. And, and why like... is that? Because uh, I don't
0: have kids. Why, why would that? Because you, you hear all the time it would be better to talk about it.
1: But why would that make sense now for someone that just... doesn't have kids? Just the way teachers are now, they overstep every boundary and they want to like get involved in your life and they want to like get social workers involved. And like a kid says he's sad. Now he's going to a social worker. They've got organizations coming in to talk to him. And it's like, dude, if you're sad, talk to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, like I wish my parents, parents had
0: t- were your parents like, uh, was it a happy marriage? I hope I'm not overstepping by asking, but like, was it a
1: happy home life? Um, not really. No, you know, like, more later on like growing up as a kid it was pretty good you know i have no complaints like my dad um my dad was a lawyer okay and uh wasn't like the best lawyer you know what i mean so there was like it was either feast or famine and he had like terrible he's also an alcoholic but like growing up you didn't really know it but like there was times where like We'd have a ton of shit. He'd go buy a new camper, new boat, motorcycle, all this crazy shit. And then there's other times like we didn't have any money. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it was like just money management stuff. And as a little kid, I didn't think it impacted us too, too much. But as like I got older into like high school is when I started really noticing it and like how his um like spending habits like really like affected the family and like. yeah. yeah crazy shit like when i was talking about the music career he decided to <laughs> pursue spontaneously well, start a band yeah well he was this is the thing with my dad like he is a phenomenal drummer dude. like he he could literally play anywhere if, if he wanted to like growing up he was in the marching band from like age six you know what i mean uh-huh. he's just a professional drummer really and he played all through college and he'd play out in all these different bands and then when me and my brother were born he kind of stopped and then like randomly in 2006 he got the urge to like start up again he met this other lawyer and they started a country band and they like went down to Nashville and spent a ton of money to record an album and it just <laughs> it, it was a and it was crazy they had like t-shirts made all these albums printed and he would tell people he recorded down in Nashville and i'm like it used to piss me off cuz i'm like well you paid to have this record you know what i mean like yeah, it's yeah. not you weren't approached by someone like you went down there and you paid a shit ton of money and you got an album recorded. And uh, so, yeah, that just kind of, and then he wanted to do his own thing. So all through high school was like this, like 10 year midlife crisis. My dad was going through where he had to become a music star and then he wanted to sing. And so like, again, I'm telling you, he's a phenomenal drummer. Like he, if he wanted to pursue this, like music career, he should have just found a band and just played the drums and gone out and just, done all oh, this yeah. you know what i mean like i would have supported that like 100 percent, but instead he wanted to sing he tried out for the voice dude oh like, really yeah like
0: oh no way was he on tv
1: no he didn't oh, make okay. it on TV. <laughs> like Damn, dude, literally thousands of find people. this no he didn't he didn't make it on tv but uh so yeah, would so you that, like
0: would you like yell at him and shit about it where like you were you oh mad? yeah dude yeah and like it seems it, it, like it should be the opposite. Like you're starting the band and your dad's mad at you for not doing something like legit. That's so right. funny, dude.
1: Dude, it was like a shit show. Cause I mean, we're talking like probably at the end of the day, like $100,000 just like spent. Holy on, shit. Like, not like he bought studio equipment, like just crazy amounts of stuff, spent all this money. Um, it was wild and like my mom was like this you can't like what are you doing like why are you doing this and that <laughs> like caused problems
0: obviously with yeah them. yeah
1: yep and then uh when i was the summer of my senior year my dad had an affair mm. and had uh was like living with this whole second family It was a shit show wow I mean? um they're That's still together guy. today but uh your parents yeah they're still together after it. but it was like weird because like I knew the people like I knew the kids of the woman he was having the affair with. And it's just like Oh, they went to your school. Yeah. And they're like real scumbag kids. You know what I mean? Huh? That'd be fucking weird, dude. Yeah. That'd be very yes. strange. It caused a lot of like, luckily, like I was starting college when that all kind of went down. Right. But yeah, dude, it, it put a big like wedge between me and my dad. And then like, yeah, the alcoholism on top of it. And he would like. I would come home drunk some not drunk, but like I would drink at home and he'd be lecturing me while he's drunk too. <laughs> and <I'd be> like <laughs> who the fuck are you to tell me not to drink and like it's just it was it was bad for a while there but um yeah huh. you, you just like they uh um what else so like they lived in this house in Socrates and then they like eventually ended up losing it kind of and now now they're just doing their own thing they he quit being a lawyer. He's working for the state now. My mom's working for the state. It's It was like, I, I guess they're happy. I don't know. But they go uh-huh. camping and stuff still. But yeah. Dude. It was
0: just kind of like a, 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 it sounds like a short amount of time where that was just really, really bad. And and you, like you said, like your late high school, early college years, it sounds like. And then it got better within five years?
1: Yeah. So like, um, I would say from like 06 to like, 2013 give or take you know what I mean yeah yeah and like I wasn't around I was I I still lived at home um like through college and everything because I uh went to community college paid I paid for everything out of pocket so like didn't have any debt with that but um yeah so right around like probably 2014 is when he kind of cleaned his act up and you know quit being a lawyer like I can imagine that there is a lot of stress involved with that, like having to defend like absolute scumbags. You know what I mean? Yeah, and being a being I'm assuming the the breadwinner of the family or was that your mom more? No, so like my dad was the lawyer and my mom worked for him. So like Oh, okay. I thought she worked for IBM. She did earlier on and she stopped after my brother was born in like 93. Gotcha. So like she was his secretary and like, she ran everything. You know what I mean? Like he would just show up to go to court and do stuff, but like my mom ran the whole operation. So yeah. he's
0: And then dude, they're working together too. That's tough. I like, I, I always hear about, you know, like in, in, when I was in school, kids, parents working together and living together. That's tough, dude. Like you have no time away from the other person which is healthy i mean even if you love somebody like with your and like wholeheartedly love somebody you can't spend every second together that's just bound to end badly so yeah man that's it's interesting and you graduated in 2009 right yep Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah that's right around that's a weird time to go through that shit dude definitely a weird time because you're like trying to go out on your own be your own person and then like this home life is kind of fucked up and it's wasn't always fucked up, it sounds like. So, like, it's the worst time for
1: that kind of shit to start going on. Yeah, and it was, like, <clears throat> right after, like, my grandfather died, too. So, my grandfather died February of '09, And, like, so this is something I learned later on in life. Like, my dad is adopted, and uh, he never told us that. I found out through Ancestry.com. <laughs> oh, wow. Did he know? Like, I had my, yeah, he knew. Oh. Yeah, but, um, so, like, when my grandfather died, he just kind of went off Rails for a little while, you know? Um and again, like at the time I was like really angry and I fucking hate my dad and blah blah blah, and you know, the whole angsty like teenager, college kid. But now as I as I kind of reflect on it, I'm thinking like 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 you said, they work together constantly. They're doing all this stressful shit, like dealing with legitimate like the scum of the earth that they're defending at times. And like every lawyer I've ever met is an alcoholic. So I I get that, you know? Really? Um, Yeah. I know
0: one lawyer off the top of my head. He's like a second or third cousin. I don't think he's an alcoholic, but that would be interesting if he is. He's a big lawyer, too. He's like a lawyer for the Border Patrol.
1: Hmm. So it's interesting. I wonder. That might be an easier, not an easier job, but like more just policy. You know what I mean? Like they're not dealing with like scumbags not paying child support and stuff like that.
0: I see. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, they are dealing with like cartels and shit, but you wonder.
1: It's yeah, that's probably interesting. more pop, like um, just protocol. Like, you know what I mean? Like, someone came over and we just deal with this. You know what I mean? It's probably more sure. paperwork, really. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass here. But well,
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing that you say that it's uh, like, it sounds like just a super unhealthy job. That you'd think doctoring too, like being a doctor would be awful. You see how many of them just like chain smoke cigarettes on their
1: breaks, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't yeah. know. I wonder. I know what the healthiest lawyers is. and lawyers and teachers, dude. Every teacher I've ever met is either a pothead or an alcoholic. Um, when you were teaching, were you either one? I was an alcoholic. Yeah, really, <laughs> dude, it was bad. And it's so weird because like my dad was an alcoholic growing up. So I was so anti-alcohol like as a kid until you tried um, it and, until my senior year. And then I just went fucking crazy. Me but, too. Uh, dude. Me too. Um, I started smoking cigarettes at like 14. Really? <laughs> How'd just, you get them? Uh, because I played lacrosse, so like there was seniors on the team, and it oh. started with dip. So I started doing chewing tobacco. Then I started smoking. Um, do you remember clove cigarettes? Do you remember those?
0: I've heard of them, dude. I don't. I've never like smoked one or really even think seen
1: one. Yeah. So they were like they were black cigarettes and they were clove and tobacco and they are really good. You know what I mean? And it would like taste good. Sm- yeah, if you smoked weed and then smoked one of those, it'd get you really lightheaded Oh wow. Okay. Afterwards, so. I I started smoking the cloves constantly and then they discontinued them in New York. Like you couldn't buy them anymore. So then I just started smoking regular cigarettes and, but I was like smoking cigarettes, like anti-alcohol, like it was just like this weird contradiction thing. And I was like really big into sports starting in like eighth grade. That was a whole another thing. Like just like a really an athlete smoking cigarettes is just kind of a oxymoron.
0: It's strange, but when you're that young, you can kind of get away with it, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. But um so yeah, that all happened. Went to college, did the whole teaching thing for like five years, quit being a teacher, hated it, was drinking like a monster at the
0: time. Now, I was gonna ask, um, did you have to go to rehab or anything?
1: Or no. So like <clears throat> I've never really sorry my dogs are going ape shit. It's all good. Dogs are friends of the show. Uh-huh. Um we'll get into dogs too because <laughs> got a lot of fun stories with them. But um yeah, so I I was just drinking like crazy and I was, you know, I met Rosie in 2016. So like I started teaching in 2013 and I was just single, was just off the rails, drinking constantly, just doing my thing, showing up to work just wasn't healthy. Met her, continued doing that, and um she was pregnant. She got pregnant very quick. It was a you know, wasn't an accident. We we wanted to do that, but we weren't married, so that kinda caused some problems with our family and whatnot. Um but then it was October of twenty sixteen. We got invited to like my cousin's wedding. And it was like this weird uh, don't have a very good relationship with my mom or my dad's sisters kids like they're very we just don't get along well okay and like so he invited me to be in this wedding because someone else bailed out like i was invited to begin with but then he wanted me to be in the wedding
0: yeah
1: and i was like no i'm not gonna be in the wedding like i'm (laughs) gonna like bring my pregnant girlfriend and dance with like another girl like i just didn't want to do it and i don't really like the guy so i was like sorry man i can't be in your wedding and he was cool with it he was like all right no worries But then my aunt got, like, pissed off about it. And it just caused this whole whole fucking shit show, like, among the families. And everyone was fighting. And I just got fucking plastered. I started drinking, like, at, like, 9 a.m. the day of this wedding. and (laughs) That's okay for a wedding, though, I think. As long as you're not in it. Yeah. yeah, You know, I mean, dude, it was, like, a bad wedding, too. It was, like, the, the, uh, what do they call it? The first man or whatever. The The, the, the uh, best man. Yeah, best man. Yeah, best man, like, couldn't even get through the speech, like, so it was, was on top up? of, the, the best man was fucked up, like, it was on top of a the mountain, they had all these, like, draft beer, like, higher-end, like, IPA stuff, and, like, no food, like, so, you had all these people at high elevation just getting plastered with, like, minimal, like, finger foods and stuff, so what it was, this was just- Whose fucking dude, idea is this? My idiot cousin. Like, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's awful. You need, like,
0: some, like, fried foods and breads and stuff if you're doing yeah. that kind of shit
1: it was like little charcuterie boards and stuff. Oh man. It was like they cheaped out on like they spent all the money on the beer and like didn't spend any money on Eat food. Celery and stuff. sticks and shit. Yeah, so it it was just like that and then like this weird like seeing all these people from high school that I hadn't talked to in like 6 or 7 years. Right. And just like all that kind of drama coming in and like huh. I just got so fucked up. It was bad, dude. And Were like, you
0: were you being like belligerent and shit? Yeah, just awful. Oh my god, dude,
1: that's so funny man cuz like I'm sure no one can picture you doing this shit. Right, like that's <laughs> so like when the best man was like stumbling through the speech, I was like booing, like just that asshole. Really? Like, come on. I was like, "Today Junior, come on." <laughs> like and like it was oh, it was just man. a fucking nightmare, dude. And then like on the way home, I was like just going through like this crisis thing and then It was bad, dude. And then basically, Rosie was like, do you want to be in your son's life? Because I'm going to fucking leave right now. Like, if you don't clean your shit up, like, I'm just going to get out of here and you're not going to, like, be a part of this. Yeah. And that was it. Like, just the next day, I sobered up and, like, that was, I just, I just never drank again. Like, I had urges to do it, but I just got through it. And so you don't drink at all anymore? Haven't drank, yeah, six years now since 2016 and dude honestly like i can't even smell like alcohol and stuff like we still have like some whiskey in the house and things like that like i don't i'm not like anti-drinking or anything like that i can be around it it doesn't affect me but if i like smell a beer it makes me like sick to my stomach
0: what's well, so Rosie enjoys like drinking every now and
1: then She'll have like a glass of wine, maybe, or like a gin and tonic every once in a great yeah, while. Yeah, very, very like, rarely. Because yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just curious. Like like having it there seems like a
0: tough thing, unless someone actually you know actually enjoyed it. But I mean, it, it's it's healthy to just you know be able to decompress like that if you're if you're able to handle it. But I mean,
1: do you, so you don't you don't have any kind of vices or anything, huh? Um, I quit smoking cigarettes. I did the vape thing for a little bit. I used these um, nicotine pouches. So this is like my vice for that. Like, still have that.
0: Yeah, man, that's wild. Well, good, dude. I mean, congratulations (laughs) for being able to do that. Obviously, you get to, you know, stay in your son's life. And that's obviously a lot more important than any any drink could be. And it's unfortunate that some parents out there don't agree. But Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's cool, man. And it sounds like uh, like Rosie actually really kind of saved you.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Like, because again, I wasn't—I was a functioning alcoholic. I hey, me too. Whatever, whatever that means. Yeah. You yeah. Know? But like, dude, I was just fucking miserable. Like, I hated my job. I hated everything. And then once, so then, like, my son was born in 2017, February of 2017. I was like, you know what? Like, it just put everything like into perspective. I was substitute teaching. I had all these long-term sub jobs. They wouldn't hire me full-time. <clears throat> And I applied for a job. When was this? And yeah, so like, I was like the best substitute they had at this middle school we were working at. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the name of the school, but sure. like, it was a shitty school. Like a really bad school district. And they couldn't keep subs there. Like subs would literally run out crying and stuff. Was it because the kids were dicks? Kids were awful. Dude, this middle school. The, the high school wasn't too bad, but the middle school was just a fucking nightmare. Huh. And uh, okay, like I was a male there was no, like there's me and one other guy that would sub there. And we constantly got like, I worked every day, you know, I was there every single day and a full-time English position came up. I I applied for it. Everyone was like, dude, you got it. It's yours. And then uh, I didn't have my master's at the time. And then they ended up hiring someone else, someone just completely out of it. And I later found out it's because they wanted to keep me as a substitute there. So I I went up and I was like, well, I have a family. You know what I mean? Like I can't, like $100 a day subbing. You cut that's out a second realistic. there. You, you, you have
0: a family and then it cut out.
1: Oh, so I, I went to the school and I was like, listen, like I have a family. I can't live on this substitute pay, which is like 100 bucks a day. It, it's a joke what they yep. pay substitute teachers and, and, and teachers in general. Too, huh? Yeah, so oh, the long-term bucks? one. Yeah, exactly. So like a long-term thing was good because you'd make $225 a day, but you had to stay there more than 10 days. It's, it's this whole like complicated thing, but So I was like, can you hire me full? I'll be like an in-house substitute teacher. I want benefits. I want this as a salary. I'll be here every day. Like I'll be like a normal teacher and I will just float around because I knew every kid, I knew all the curriculums from sixth to eighth grade. And I was like, can you do that? And they were like, no, we can't do that. Mm. So I was like, all right. So I just subbed a few more times and I started... I was also working with my landlord at the time who was had this big landscaping company and had all this overflow work. So I was doing stuff for him. And I just, in the spring of 2017, I just decided I'm just going to go full time with this and subbed a few more times. Like on rainy days, I'd go in and sub in like 2018 and whatnot. But after that, then I just went and did that. Had a truck, would uh, you know borrow his bigger equipment if I needed stuff and had my own smaller equipment that I would use and did that for two years and then I started working uh money just was getting a little tight like the 2018 um like fall was like really rainy around here and it just like business was not great and I was like a point where I had like 800 dollars to my name and I was like I gotta do something else so I started working for the car dealership and then that's kind of where I've been since
0: huh Nice. It's wild, man. It just seems like everything kind of fell into place. Obviously, you made it happen, but mm-hmm. it seems like, uh, I mean, you know, I know a lot of people try and make things happen and just can never get anything off the ground. So it's it's nice that that stuff was able to happen for you, man. But it sounds like there was some tough times, right? I mean, it happens,
1: but um, yeah, it's wild. interesting. Like the tough times, like I always just found a way. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like there was no like. You, you need I don't know, a couple hundred bucks here to pay this bill. And it's like, you just, instead of being depressed about it, I just go out there and up. Oh, so-and-so needs this room painted oh There's 400 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, so you just, it just always happened, you know? And that's why I'm like with the whole like manifesting stuff and whatnot, like there's some truth to it, but you also have to fucking do the work. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you can't just sit in your house
0: and say, man, I, I really wish $200 would show up in my bank account. I'm going to manifest it you know that's how some people advertise that idea you know and that's what mm-hmm. i have a problem with is just the the universe working itself out you know you kind of have to make that happen so yeah it's interesting man that's uh mm-hmm. it's cool to to hear that stuff though for sure
1: um, so yeah like i i wholeheartedly agree like you can and rosie's manifested some amazing stuff like the house we're in now i know she's done it but there's work behind the scenes. You can't just sit there and fucking fantasize. Like you gotta.
0: Yeah, for sure. In. Yeah. It's interesting, man. And sh- and you guys are both really into that kind of like, uh, not the spiritual shit, obviously, but, or maybe, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your guys's mouth, but like the, the idea of like making it happen, getting out there, being positive about shit, you know, I, I just, I get that vibe from you guys.
1: Yeah, man. And again, it's just because of, experience like i was very negative like when i was teaching i was so fucking negative and it was always just scraping by like you just had enough and then as stupid as it sounds you just literally change your mindset it's like something will come and it it comes you know what i mean like you you obviously you have to go out and market hand out flyers do you know do what you got to do put yourself out there but it'll come like i i firmly believe that the universe will take care of you as long as you're you know trying somewhat positive about it you know what i mean yeah yeah
0: that's that's awesome man it's and like i said it's really cool to hear that stuff for sure but um i mean yeah it's hard to hard to pivot from that spot of the conversation but i mean you mentioned these these animals that you got right yeah. and you sent me a you sent me a video right before we started recording have you always been a dog person have you yeah. always had dogs around
1: yeah so growing up i had three cats and uh, a little Westie, a West Highland Terrier. Yeah, he was yeah, older yeah. than me, and he lived to be almost 18 years old. I'm sorry that they're barking like that. I don't know I why. I can barely Someone hear them. Is- oh, okay, good. Yeah, it's all good. But um, if you want to mm-hmm. go check on them, feel free. Though, no, they're fine. Okay. <laughs> Just, <laughs> the neighbor has a, a two little Chihuahuas. Oh. And it's Right around the time she like she works from home, so she like walks them right around lunchtime. So that's what they're barking at right now. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, I had a West Island Terrier growing up. He was, he, he died when I was in like 10th grade, I think. So he was almost 18 years old, Damn. but we got, when I was in sixth grade, my dad got a German short hair pointer and you know, those dogs at all, they're pheasant hunting dogs. Okay. Yeah. I've seen them. I think they look like labs, but they got like brown heads and speckled bodies like gray and
0: what'd you say cool that of...
1: the breed is? It's a German short hair pointer. Let's check them out here. So we had two of those. We got the first one in 2003. His name was Hunter. He was a great dog. And then we got another one a couple of years later, I think in like 2006, a female. And she was all white. I have seen these dogs. Yeah. <clears throat> so we had two, two of those growing up, plus the West Island Terrier. Um, And then when I kind of moved out, I moved out in 2016. So like I lived home. All through college. Um, Dude, these dogs are like incredible bird hunting dogs. Like my dad, big hunter. I grew up hunting all the time. Um, But yeah.
0: Yeah, you can definitely tell they have that look. They're a sport dog.
1: mm -hmm. And our dog hunter, dude, he was like, he would just pull these birds up and he'd point and he'd go get them. And Coco, the other one, the female we ended up getting, was not so good at hunting. Really? Yeah, she she came from like it was like a weird situation where we got her from. I think the breeders were a little odd, but um. Dude, I was gonna say, man, German
0: Germans breed the most like useful dogs. Yeah, they breed they breed some goofy ones. The Dashhound's not very practical, mm-hmm. but I mean like Boxers, um, Great Danes, German Shepherds, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going through a list and I just saw. So Dobermann's, many damn dogs. Yeah, Schnauzer. Dobermans, Rottweilers, the Pomeranians for the uh, BDSM guys to ha- to have. Yeah. American Eskimo dogs. I mean, yeah, you see a lot of, yeah, Schnauzers are dope. What else do we got here?
1: Dude, I like the giant Schnauzer. Have you seen them? No. It's just a big Schnauzer. <laughs> They're like really good guard dogs. They're good um, family cool.
0: dogs. Every damn like popular dog, it seems like hmm that's wild puddle pointer yeah man it's it's interesting because i had this app um to try and figure out because i've got two stray dogs mm-hmm. and i had an app uh where you can take their picture and it shows you like what what breeds they are and then it had this whole section of countries and their dogs like they have afghanistan every single country and um mm-hmm. like egypt there's like egyptian dogs and shit And, uh, German, Germany had like just pages and pages of different dogs. And I was like, I was pretty surprised actually, like boxers and stuff like that. Again, things that I Mm -hmm. would not think you think that a lot of this stuff comes from the United States and, um, right. Yeah. It's just kind of interesting, man. But sorry, what were you saying though?
1: Oh, so there's a giant Schnauzer. They're just cool looking dogs. This guy kind,
0: loyal and dominant. Yeah, that's, uh, it reminds
1: me of, uh, that lady and the tramp dog kind of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I've always had dogs. So when I moved out, Rosie had two dogs. She had, um, a cockapoo and
0: What's he was a that? great dog.
1: It's a poodle and a cocker spaniel mix. Okay. And then, uh, he died last, last year in February of 21. And then we had another one. She had a little Shih Tzu that she found in a garbage can. His name was Ray. And he was just like, he was basically like a cat. You know what I mean? Really? But so we had those two. And then when Ollie died in February of 21, uh, we went like three months without a dog, two months. And then we got Rocco, the German Shepherd. And then we got Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then last October... It's funny, like, the first episode we did together, we had just got Luna, the female, and she kind of just, like, fell into our lap. Is that the black one? Yeah. Okay.
0: And they're both yeah, shepherds. Man. That's <laughs> not... So which one was the one that they, that Rosie found in a trash can? Who the fuck throws a dog in a trash can? What a piece
1: Dude. of shit. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of this dog. It was her dog, Ray. It was a little shih tzu. Ray? Yeah. My That's name's so funny. Ray.
0: I think it's funny when people name their dogs human names, like Kim had a dog named Cody, and I'm like, who the fuck names a dog Cody? She nicknamed it Coco, but it's mm-hmm. funny to uh, to hear animal like a like I think the same thing whenever I hear a, a man named Oliver, like that's a mm-hmm. cat's name. That's not a that's not a human name. So
1: I don't know. It's just weird when uh... I'm sending you. A... Oh, you're breaking up there a little bit. Oh, it was because I was scrolling, probably. Oh, okay, I'm gonna send you a picture of Ray, and you'll see him, and you'll be like, yeah, that dog is a Ray. <laughs> Ray,
0: dude. Ray could be like a you know sun ray, you know, things like that. But yeah, it's like Robert. Name the dog Robert. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, I was scrolling well. through uh, Egyptian dog breeds because I think that that's just kind of an interesting idea. A lot of them have skinny faces, mm-hmm. like the Pharaoh like Anubis,
1: Anubis looking.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that. Uh, is that the creature thing? Like that? Those look like Pharaoh uh, dogs right there too. Yeah. But yeah, they're interesting, man. Like these ancient dog breeds. You wonder how. And they didn't have very many small breeds back then. Like small dogs are kind of in the scope of things. They're pointless. Yeah, they're very cute. I love, I mean, I love all dogs. Chihuahuas I could go without. They're kind of dicks. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, dude,
1: they're dogs are the yeah. shit, man. You ever had cats? I had, uh, when I was born, my parents had three cats. Um, by the time I remember, we had one left. And, uh, she was a little asshole, you know, she was like fully retarded. She'd just disappear. She scratched me in the eye one time when I was in like kindergarten or first grade. I got fucked up by my grandma's cat when I was little too. Yep. And, uh, I I don't, I don't have anything against cats. I just, I'm not a cat person,
0: you know, not a fan fan over here. Uh, My ex-girlfriend, when we were living together, she had a cat and that picture hasn't come through by the way. I don't know if it was, but anyway, the, uh, the, uh, cat, we had the litter box above the laundry. And mm-hmm. this thing didn't like me. And I was working from home at the time and she would go to work. So I'm alone with this damn cat all day. And I had my, my dogs. So mm-hmm. it's like these two dogs and a cat it was like the homeward bound movie. It was exactly like a big dog, a smaller dog, and then a cat. And then uh, this cat, even though it was, it would always go in its litter box for some reason, when I was working, it came and it just shit right across from me. Like what looking me in the eye, It was like a power move, and it just shit right there. And I got so mad at this thing, and it ran away. I was going to put it in its cage. It ran away, jumped up, and I grabbed it out of the litter box. It didn't have claws or anything, I don't think. But Mm -hmm. I grabbed it out of the litter box, and it just pulled its litter box down all, like, with every, you know, the shit and the piss all in it, all over these clean clothes that I had just washed, too. And I got so damn mad. If I was like any worse of a person, I would have like beat the shit out of this cat, dude. But I just put it in its cage. It wasn't my cat to discipline. But man, I I, I just have bad experiences with cats, dude.
1: Yeah, they're just our last neighbor. We lived in a duplex, and she had two cats, and they were just they stink, man. They just they they're disgusting. I don't, I don't...
0: anything that shits in a box is not something I want around. It's weird. No people included people like to shit in boxes
1: these days it's not cool it's weird dude i have a funny story um (laughs) about this german shepherd this is rocco so it's happened a little while ago but it was like this weird night my son was having a mental breakdown because he like lost some silly putty or something and he's just like one of these like just like nonsense things. It got him to bed at like 10 o'clock. And he was crying. It was just like a nightmare. And then uh, finally got him to bed. And it's like he wakes up in the middle of the night, my son, and he pissed the bed. So he comes in <clears throat> and he's like crying in the hallway, all wet. And I'm like, all right, dude, so whatever. I, I get him into the bathroom. I clean him up. But before I do that, Rocco was like, going after his <laughs> pants like just going apes like trying to like take his pants off you know what i mean because he's <laughs> yeah. covered in piss and i'm like knock it off like you know what i mean i'm trying they're right by the stairs i'm trying yeah, yeah. i don't want him to knock him down or whatever and so <laughs> like rocco's huge he's like almost 90 pounds and like i i can't get him off him so i like pick him up by the collar and i just kind of like throw him into my son's room like just get in there for yeah, a second yeah. i close the door Don't think anything of it. Get my son cleaned up. I put him. He's. We have like a little futon in our room. So I put him on the futon. He falls asleep. Throw his stuff down in the uh, laundry Like clean everything up. And then I'm like, where's the dog? So I go upstairs back to the dog's room or to my son's room where the dog is. And I open it up. It's pitch black in there. And Rocco's acting weird. He's like acting real fucking weird. He's all like bent over and he's hiding in the corner. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, I'm like, come on, bud. And he's like, not coming. He's doing this thing where he like (laughs) puts his ears back and he's looking at me and he looks real guilty. And I'm like, shit. Like, I didn't think I like heard him. I just kind of moved him into the room. And I'm like, come on, get out of here. Like, let's go back downstairs. And he's like, not coming. He's acting weird. And then I look and I'm like, something's wrong here. Like, he's just, he's acting too weird. So I'm like, come here. And I look and he's got, I see his tongue hanging out. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck like it's it's his tongue always hangs out he's a doofy shepherd but like it's like really hanging out yeah, yeah. and he's looking at me and i'm like oh. so i'm looking i'm looking and it's like kind of dangling there and i'm like what the fuck like did he bite his tongue like what and i'm looking i go to like get him i'm like come on buddy come here and the thing falls off on the ground his tongue his tongue and i'm like what the fuck i'm like freaking out now right i'm freaking the fuck out Dog's t- and he starts wagging his tail and he starts acting like a goofball. And I'm like, I'm panicking. I throw the lights on. He had my son's fucking silly putty.
0: Oh my God. In his
1: mouth. <laughs> and he was acting like a fucking weirdo because he was ho- like chewing on the silly putty. But it was hanging out of his mouth. And I thought it was his tongue.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that would freak me out
1: too. And then he starts, you know, doing his normal goofy shit. Like he thought he got away with something. Like he found... The missing silly putty, <laughs> I was Holy having a shit. fucking heart attack. I was like, "What the fuck?" Because I used to work at a, I used to do nighttime security for this horse show down in Stogarty's, and a fucking stallion bit another stallion's tongue off, like through the the things, and it just like it freaked me. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, what is going on here? I was panicking. I was like so scared. I was like, t- I didn't even like move him that hard. I just threw yeah, yeah. him in the like you know. It's a fucking silly putty.
0: God, dude, yeah, I was nervous <laughs> when you said that his tongue fell off. I was like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, man, that I could not imagine. Oh, yeah, that would freak
1: me out, man. That's and so just... you got to remember, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. I'm like half asleep. I just threw laundry in, and I'm like freaking the fuck out. Like, what is, but,
0: dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. So that was Raka, you said, huh?
1: Jeez. Yeah, he's just like, they do like the shittiest stuff sometimes. They like they're big babies you know they yeah. take stuff and they like luna will l- l- like she ripped up a couple of my son's pokemon cards this morning they're just Ooh. on the counter she just like took them for no reason yeah and it's like they know when they're guilty like i walked in and there's just like a pile of cards on the floor i'm like luna and she just puts her head down <laughs> and they're like and shit
0: it was worth uh, it though it was worth it like, my, my dad used to do this thing where he would film because uh They had this dog. She passed away. It used to be my dog. But since I would go to work every day, she was so hyper that I'd have to put her in a cage. And I Mm -hmm. felt bad having to put her in a cage for like nine hours a day. Like people do that all the time. But I think it's kind of sad to do. Like, I I really don't like doing it. And she was the only one that had to be in a cage. So my parents ended up taking her and she just passed away recently. She had some weird, like we didn't even know what was wrong. They spent a lot of money trying to figure out what was wrong with her and just couldn't. And uh, they almost like the first vet that we took her to thought that she had some sort of blockage in her digestive system, but they couldn't find anything. Like they did all kinds of stuff to try and find it. And it's almost like she just went crazy or something. She wouldn't eat. Like it was weird. And my dad thought maybe she had like, she got dementia somehow, but it was weird. Um. So anyway, like he would always film. She had to take a pill every day. He would mm-hmm. set his phone on uh the counter Cause she didn't like it, taking her pills, put it in like a little like piece of meat or something, set the meat on the edge of the counter and then walk outside. And there's just footage always of her just getting up, grabbing it. And then like getting back down, she's eating her pill without even knowing, but she mm-hmm. thinks she's getting away with something, dude. It's so funny. She was a boxer too. So the, they're kind of like quirky and smart in their own weird way. But yeah, man, dogs are just like, I don't know. They It's always so tough when you lose one z passed away last year um it's tough man it's it's a it's a shitty situation but i've got three and Mm -hmm. i i just can't seem to not ever have like more or less than like two dogs i always Mm -hmm. have dogs so yeah
1: they're the shit man yeah i had an opportunity to almost to get a a white boxer it was my boss at that horse show Uh it was his dog and he passed away while we, we were working and i found him dead in his trailer and it was like oh, people man. were trying to figure out like what um to do with his dog and he had this beautiful white boxer with blue eyes and uh was gonna take her but then his the guy's brother ended up taking her but yeah dude boxers are cool i really like them
0: yeah they're awesome dude and my dad has another one now but he's he they got him from the pound he's like a crazy boxer mix with some african breed But uh, the other funny man, they're super athletic too, just jumping all over the damn place and all that. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, uh, I wanted to get into like some food stuff and then we can wrap up shortly. I mean, I know that we talked about like your childhood food and the ramen casserole sounds lovely. But I mean, what kind of, uh, you know, when we were talking the other day, you sent me a picture of quarter pound hot dogs. You said you (laughs) ate an ungodly amount of these hot dogs. Did you eat a pound of dog meat
1: or was it not quite that much? So they were quarter pounders and I ate three of them. I made okay. four. Three um, quarter of a pound. My son ate one, almost the whole one. So I ate half of his and then I made a second one for my other son. He didn't want it. So I ended up, I, I just hate throwing food away. So yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm just going to eat them. Rosie ate like one bite of it. I was like, I'm not eating this. This is She best. doesn't
0: like that shit? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> That's funny, man. Okay.
0: So you so had, like, you had, a, you had three full quarter pound hot dogs. Three full quarter pound hot dogs. It's not and too bad. It's not too bad. A pound a of lot, dog though. meat sounds like oh well it is a lot. You said you felt really bad after, but it's not the worst. Um, have you ever
1: been in a hot dog eating contest?
0: Fuck no. Have you? I have. Oh my god.
1: So my uh my mom's cousins, they own a chain of hot dog restaurants in this area. Like Oh nice. They have they have five of them. It's called Dallas Hot Wieners and uh so there's like two in Kingston two or three in Kingston I can't remember there's one in Sagerties my hometown and then there's one like up near Albany I think they have four or five of them but they used to do this car show in Sagerties every year and it was right on like the main street and like all the old guys bring out their hot rods and all the you know young people bring out their fucking subarus and volkswagens and yeah. shitty cars like that but uh my uncle I call him my uncle he's like my second cousin or whatever it's my mom's cousin he he owns the place and they had a hot dog eating contest and uh oh, i joined and i you get down i got like eight i think eight? i started on the ninth you had like it was i think it was ten minutes you had to eat as many hot dogs as you could and they they set it up like a thing with the grape juice and all that and oh. you could, dude and yeah i think i started the ninth one i didn't finish it but dude if you ever get a chance to join a hot dog contest, I highly recommend it because. Why? It puts everything into perspective, man. Like, you realize like, how trashy. You see it is. your life like, flash before
0: your eyes? Yeah, it's like,
1: that. am I, like, halfway through, you're like, am I really doing this? Like, there's people watching me <laughs> eat these hot dogs. Like, I don't know, man. Did so yeah, you throw up afterwards? I didn't throw up, but I felt like shit. And I just, uh, wasn't pleasant in the bathroom probably should after, have thrown which, up huh yeah
0: huh. definitely yeah it's but, weird that you wouldn't with your your fondness of throwing up like you <laughs> talked about
1: <laughs> dude, like it's so weird like i can eat so much food for like being a skinny guy yeah i really I, I can just like if we go to the buffet we used to go to the chinese buffet all the time oh yeah love a chinese dude. buffet dude and it was we would get our money's worth man yeah <laughs> You
0: ever fuck around with Golden Corral? It's actually kind of a good place, dude. Like if you're if you're oh. feeling a little trashy, do they have Golden Corrals up there? I don't think so. What is it? Is it
1: Chinese food
0: or no? Uh, it's a it's kind of like Western themed. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can find some. Like they'll have like you know chicken fried steak, mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, sometimes like spaghetti and random shit like that. Golden. I don't even know how to no, spell. I've, corral.
1: I've never eaten at a Golden Corral.
0: Yeah, they're great, dude. Let me see. We'll find some images here. Uh, I
1: don't even know if there's one. Let me see if there's one near us. There's
0: this one th- that used to be around called Furs. And it was funny when we were talking about, because Furs was the shit. My grandma used to take me there all the time. And we were talking about it. And there was this Mexican kid in our class. Me and this other white kid were talking about. It It's a total white, white person place. Mostly old people taking their grandkids there. And um, this dude thought that Furs was a strip club. Wouldn't that be a sick name for a strip club? Furs. Let's see. That would be sick. Okay. Yeah, so.
1: Well, we do have one near us. Yeah. A
0: couple. Yeah. I encourage you to check it out. If you are in the mood to feel a little trashy. Uh, it sounds like your lady would not enjoy it, but maybe you <laughs> and your, your kids can go there or something. But yeah, like um, mac and cheese, green beans, rolls, right Chicken. Shit like they're that. in
1: Massachusetts, so we don't have one here. The closest one is in Springfield, Mass, which is like two hours away from me.
0: okay. Well, if you ever around a Golden Corral, check it out. If you like a buffet it's mm-hmm. as far as buffets go, it's pretty decent. They'll have sometimes like steaks and mm-hmm. shit like that, you know, like I don't know, make your it, own
1: steak, pick your piece out, that kind of stuff.
0: yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's decent for for what it is, but I mean, you see, you get the idea here. just mm-hmm. traditional continental food you know pretty good stuff though big fan mm-hmm. of a good buffet a chinese buffet is nice dude have you done like a um at now at the chinese buffets there do they do like japanese food too like will they have sushi and stuff like that okay sushi
1: um then they have like the kind of hibachi area where you, yeah. you put together a plate and they cook it for you and, the noodles yep noodles and you can stir fry right is what that's mm-hmm. called
0: yeah dude i love that shit yeah. have you ever been to one of those like uh I think it is hibachi, right? Where they make
1: the shit, like, they, like, do the tricks and stuff. Oh, yeah. You like those? Yeah. We have, um, there was a great one down in Kingston where, where I was growing up. It was called, like, the Golden Ginza or something. And I had a, I actually had a birthday party there, like, <laughs> just with family. Yeah, but...
0: Every every trashy kid has to have a party at one of these. My sister had one yep. for her 18th. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's a requirement. I, I think I've done one as well.
1: I think it was, like, ten maybe 12 i don't but we we would go frequently enough where it wasn't like that big a deal and then we have one that's <laughs> not too it's weird like they they don't do the tables at this one that's by us now like they don't do the whole show they have one a nicer restaurant that does it but then like the more local one they do hibachi food but they don't do it for you at the table which right. i think is weird but um, you have a favorite trick? I like this, the uh onion
0: choo choo train. That's my favorite. Where they make the tower and they put mm-hmm. the butter in there; it smokes out the top. It's like
1: a little volcano. Yeah, That's my favorite almost, trick, it's, dude. My my favorite used to be the sake, where they just like see how long you can. Where they shoot the sake in your mouth? They would do that there. Oh yeah. How do they, <laughs> they shoot like, the sake? What do they use? He has it. He has it in like a mustard bottle. You know, like a clear condiment bottle, and oh, to sake. cook with. Yeah, and then he would he'd go around and like squirt it in everyone's mouth and you'd have to sit back and he'd be like how how much can you handle like <laughs> that sounds dope that's like free sake yeah, So you'd i'd be get, like when like, are you gonna do this sake thing let's go yeah that's awesome yeah so that one for a while that was my favorite as i was older but uh it'd <laughs> be uh the egg where he throws the egg in the hat
0: oh and, sure yeah the, yep. the, and it's it's uh it's a it's a in the shell still right yep and it's and like raw it out, so it could crack
1: maybe throws it out and the chops it in half with the thing that's that's always a good one
0: nice yeah dude i forgot about that one yeah there's like only like a handful (laughs) of tricks that they all do it's pretty funny
1: Mm -hmm. but here i got a question for you what is your favorite fast food breakfast joint because i recently just got a new one fast food breakfast man um you know taco
0: bell is probably my least favorite I know that for sure, but man, that's a good question. Jack in the box is good. They're solid. Um, just because like, usually I'll get like the, a breakfast sandwich and then like those mini tacos. The, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've tried the tiny tacos. Those things are nice.
1: We got a Jack in the box in Kingston for like a couple months and then it closed down. So like, you we know. don't have that around. I don't
0: like that. it on the East Coast, huh? I don't know, man. They have this like at Jack in the box, they'll do egg rolls. They do all kinds of like, it's like international stuff that they got there. But they have, it's like in a Chinese to go container and it's just like a bunch of tiny tacos. You know how they have their tacos, but they're yeah. like bite-sized tacos <clears throat> and then they put shit on like the top. So it's like a little, nice little dish, but I'll probably go Jack in the Box if we're talking serious, or Whataburger.
1: But what is, what's yours? See, we don't have a Whataburger either. Um, I know it's a Texas thing really, but. Yep. My new favorite is Sonic. Oh, okay. Sonic. I forgot Sonic about breakfast Sun. Burritos. And- we talking burritos or the sandwiches, but I don't know if this is just our Sonic or if it's nationwide, but if you go between 10 and 1130, all breakfast is half off. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's so, like, nice. Just discovered that and I got this huge burrito. I mean, it was awesome. Big fat burrito for like $2. Yeah. like You can't beat it. And it's yeah, you wonder if it. they're trying to get rid of all their breakfast stuff at that time. <laughs> That's what I think it is. It's like they got to get rid of all this stuff before lunch. But honestly, man, it's like made to order. So you got to wait a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it's so good. And so that's our new fast food favorite breakfast spot.
0: Sonic's nice, man. The chili cheese tater tots are something that I think everyone should try at least once in their life. Mm -hmm. It's a nice thing. And, you you know, now that you're talking about this and making me think a little bit, I like the Carl's Jr. breakfast, which I don't think you guys have Carl's Jr. It would be Hardee's there.
1: Yeah, right? we had a Hardee's for a little bit, but there's—I don't think there's anything by us right now.
0: Yeah, Carl's yeah. Jr. did a a breakfast burger, and it was just a, a cheeseburger with tater tots and an egg on it, and it was so yeah. good, it was just like so fucking bomb. But I don't even eat stuff like that that much anymore. Like mm-hmm. I try to eat healthier. I still eat some unhealthy food, but it's
1: prepared in like the healthiest way I can. I try to. Yeah, we do. It's probably every once in a while we'll do it like the other day we got wendy's I, i'd never tried wendy's breakfast and they had a chicken maple bacon on a i think it was on a croissant or something and it, it was delicious dude. doesn't sound bad at all it was so good i love chicken for breakfast <laughs> like,
0: it's bomb chicken fried steak too do you like yeah. that hmm. you guys have a cracker barrel there
1: i think so i don't know you guys I gotta, ought
0: to try that, dude. And if you go there, get the grandpa's breakfast. It's a, it's literally a chicken fried steak, eggs, hash browns, all this shit. It's so good. With the gravy. Forget about that
1: shit. Do you have a favorite breakfast item like that? Dude, sausage, egg, and cheese has been my sandwich? go-to. Yeah. Either on a bagel or some kind of biscuit. You know what I mean?
0: Like at a sit-down restaurant will you get a, a sandwich
1: as well, usually? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'll get like a lumberjack special, like you know what I mean. It depends. Like the, on the traditional room. looking thing. Yeah, just bacon, uh pancakes, sausage, corned beef hash. Like oh, corned beef hash. That's not Dude, something that gets talked about too much. I I've made a prime rib corned beef hash before, and that was fucking phenomenal. With leftover prime rib after like Christmas, damn, you, you, you cut it all off the bone, you get it, and you just fry it up. With some yeah, it's just like tiny pieces of meat, right?
0: You just cut it up into fine pieces and then fry it up. Fry it up, and it or comes out
1: really good in the air fryer. Believe it or not, dude. I, didn't, I need to take... get
0: an air fryer. I don't have one. I need. Yeah, to get one. Yeah, you do need to get one.
1: Yeah. Um, I was a skeptic. I talked a lot of shit about air fryers for a right, long yeah. time. Yeah. And then we got one. We got the Ninja. Like, it's a good size one, but it fits on the counter. And dude, I cook like everything in it. And now our new stove we just got. Like a couple of weeks ago, has an air fryer feature on the, oh, stove, wow. like in the stove. So that's, it's a little, you got to adjust for cooking time because it's a bigger space. It takes a little longer, but it comes out awesome. Doing pizzas in there comes oh, out great. Oh, yeah.
0: That sounds nice. Yeah. Cause that's the problem with those smaller ones. I heard that you can only put like a fucking
1: bite in those things. Yeah. So, like if you do like, cause chicken wings are so freaking expensive. So I'll just buy like drumsticks. Yeah. yeah. You can get, you know six drumsticks for three dollars around here yeah yeah so i'll get a couple packs of those but you can only fit like if you you know do them opposite like one end yeah, and yeah. that's you, like you, a, you can a probably, rubik's cube yeah you can probably get like six in this air fryer okay you know what i mean yeah but
0: dude it's funny that you say that about the chicken wings i i love chicken wings like i could eat them like two three times a week i'm not gonna lie to you and say every day but mm-hmm. i can eat them a lot uh first of all ranch or blue cheese uh blue cheese Okay, good. Good man. Mm-hmm. I thought we we're going to have to end this call if you no, said ranch. Blue cheese. Blue <laughs>
1: cheese, 100% of it. The chunkier um, the better a, too. Yeah, are you a flat or a wing?
0: I like the drums. The I drums. like the drumsticks too. Much And it more works than... out
1: because Rosie is a is a flat. Nice. She likes so we get an order of wings, we just split it right down the middle. There's no problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know like the um the uh <laughs> Like, you know how, like, a girl can tie a cherry stem in a knot with her mouth or whatever? Mm-hmm. The fat guy version of that or, like, the trashy guy version of that is taking a drumstick and just putting it in your mouth and ripping all the meat off. And you get everything off there in one fell swoop. That is, like, my talent that I can I can do. My
1: brother can do that, too. I don't like doing that because you get, like, the cartilage and shit in there. So, that puts a little hair
0: on your chest, buddy. You need a little I got, I got plenty of hair on my chest. <laughs> I know when you found out that you were Arab, right? You found out like you were <laughs> Arab instead of Italian. And fucking what was it, Davey called you a dune coon? <laughs> that shit made me laugh for like a solid couple uh, couple of minutes there. But dude, yeah, the uh I, I was trying to pull that off too, getting the drumsticks rather than the uh like the the actual drumsticks, you know, larger ones, because mm-hmm. 'Cause they're cheaper. But you know, can't get away with that here. Kim doesn't like those, I guess. So you know, got to do the uh, the traditional buffalo wings over here.
1: You a boneless wing guy?
0: I'm not, because it's basically a chicken tender at that point, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But I like chicken tenders. I actually made some chicken fries the other day. I don't know if you've had those from uh, Burger King. The yeah. little they're like super mm-hmm. skinny. I love those because you got more breading. So I made some of those the other day. I like a nice chicken tender. But, and, I, and my sauce of choice is barbecue sauce all day. You got to go with a nice barbecue. I don't like that uh, sweet and sour
1: shit. Save that for somebody else. But I'm um, not crazy about sweet and sour, but what I do is I'll have like a, a palette of uh, different sauces, sauces, you know, sure. honey mustard, barbecue, a hot sauce, maybe a ranch. You know, anytime we have chicken tenders, I, I like to have a an array, you know, and you do, you know, one of each. I usually tend towards the barbecue. But sometimes honey mustard, man, is good.
0: Honey mustard is great. Do you like a uh, a sweet barbecue or a spicy barbecue or like a certain region? Ken- Kansas City, Texas, Memphis.
1: You know, I'm a sweet baby Ray guy, you know, and sure. then I'll doctor it up. Add like maybe a little uh, raspberry jam to it or oh. grape jelly in there. Mix Interesting.
0: it up. Interesting. Yeah. Have you
1: ever made your own barbecue sauce? It's fucking hard. I have not. I've made my own barbecue sauce. I've made my own mayonnaise. I've made my own honey mustard um but i haven't tried a barbecue sauce yet you know i so with with any sauce i
0: found this out you need there's five components and i always forget them you need a base an herb a citrus Mm -hmm. a spice and there's one that i can never remember but if you just mix all those like for a base use like a mayonnaise for like a steak sauce i made one like it was like mayonnaise hot sauce oh and acid so you need a base and acid Oh, did I?
1: Fuck. Yeah.
0: An herb, a spice, a citrus. Fuck, dude, I can't remember it. Base, herb, citrus, acid. I can't. Fuck. I, I
1: just can't remember it, dude. When I make tartar sauce, what I do is like I'll do mayonnaise. Sure. Relish. Sure. Um, lemon juice. Okay. And then I'll do a little like Old Bay seasoning in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some maybe pepper. that's
0: the, maybe that's at the like a salt like a because yeah. you need a spice and maybe a salt.
1: Mm-hmm. So old bay, um, little cracked pepper in there too. That's so your if spice. I'm feeling real, real spicy at the time, I'll, I'll add a little Dijon mustard to it as well. Sure you will. Just, yeah, a little yeah. little horseradish in there. Yeah, right? dude. Not so much horseradish with the tartar sauce, but a little squirt of Dijon mustard goes a long way, and it really. Huh. Yeah, man.
0: Sounds good. You throw ever throw a little dill in there, get crazy. That'll that'll really kind of kick it up a notch,
1: too. Yeah, dude. I use a lot of dill on, like, like salmon. I'll throw some dill on. Yeah. Um, soups. Even, like, even a chicken soup, you put a little dill in there. It sounds weird, but it comes out good, man. I love soups, dude. That is one of my favorite things to make. And I go all out. I'll save the carcass from the chicken or whatever and just make the broth and then... Go the whole nine yards.
0: Really? I got to try and get more into soups, man. It's just not cold here as much as it is there. But yeah, mm-hmm. soup on a nice cold rainy day is kind of hard to beat, man. I want to try and do like a clam chowder. New England, though, not Manhattan.
1: Yeah, Manhattan's not not a clam chowder. It's red sauce with clams in it. Like it's not, I don't consider that a soup, <laughs> personally.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, and then we'll we'll wrap up shortly here. But uh, do you uh, do you have like a top few soups? we can get weird with it we don't have to keep it basic i'm sure you i know you the other day when we were talking you making like a sweet potato soup Mm -hmm. um so yeah any kind of soups that that are like just absolute bangers
1: so i love like a minestrone soup sure and I'll. that's because you
0: thought you were italian too that's a nice yeah yeah
1: (laughs) that's a nice thing
0: italian wedding you just list five (laughs) italian soups (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) no but like minestrone i'll throw like just big frozen raviolis in there, like three packs of it, and just have it loaded with cheese raviolis. Oh, or that's Mix it with cheese and meat ravioli. Idea. Yeah. So tortellini too, you could do. You can do, dude. I've done tortellini and ravioli, and like chunks of potato and just regular like egg noodles in there too. Just make it over the top.
0: Like a bunch to, of noodles. Yeah. Damn, that sounds good with with ravioli, cheese ravioli, huh? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Okay, so a minestrone.
1: Yep. Um, Got to go with clam chowder. That is. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just, but what I'll do too is I'll spice it up. It won't just be clam. I'll do like a seafood chowder. And, okay. A little shrimp know, or something? Some shrimp, maybe some mussels in there, some oysters. And, the mussels with the shell? No, I'll, I'll take them out of the shell. Okay. And throw them in there. Or That's, you can do be right on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, that and then like what little trashy you can do it without this, but I'll get like some frozen like haddock fillets or something you okay. know, that are already breaded and throw them right in there. Cut them up really and, with the breading on there too. And it just wow. adds that little extra bit of flavor, but you can do it without the breading, but you just have like a big chunky seafood chowder is the way to go, man. You huh. want to like. When you scoop it up, you want to have at least two pieces of fish in there. Yeah, it's bullshit. When you just get the cream, like you know what I mean, or like a potato in there, you gotta have.
0: You gotta have mixture more of protein. the fish and the potato sounds nice. I will mm-hmm. say, but yeah, no. I usually I haven't made any soup. I'm gonna get into it though. I'm gonna get more into making soups. You like? A, have you ever had menudo?
1: No, it's a it's
0: a Mexican soup. It's got like tripe and hominy. It's like cow stomach or something. I forget. Yeah, yeah, cow yeah, intestine, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. It's good, dude. It's really good. Like I you're not hungover anymore ever, but like that's they say that's like the hangover cure, you know, and we know a thing or two about Mexicans over here. They're drunk a lot. Let's just be yeah. real. Um, you know, so it's it's uh it's a good staple down here. And they only make it on the damn weekends over here. Hmm. So it's kind of shitty. But yeah, man, Mexican soups are good.
1: Yeah. I, I gotta say, I haven't had too many Mexican soups. you got like albundigas,
0: menudo. There's like a couple of them. Albundigas is kind of like a Mexican version of Italian wedding, like meatball soup, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, man, it's good stuff, dude. And I mean, we we can wrap up on this. Favorite type of of, uh, cuisine, you know, and maybe like a favorite dish out of that cuisine.
1: All right, so here, you're probably going to hate me for this, but like my absolute favorite that I, me personally put above all else is like, New England like fried food, you know what I mean? Like fried calamari, fried uh, clams, fried oysters—like just that, like New England area fit, like seafood, you fresh, know what
0: I mean? fresh seafood done like in a comfort, like a country, almost like
1: a yeah, it's like New England uh, comfort food. Yeah, it sounds that like. is that is my absolute. I could eat that every day. So give me like a give me
0: like a, a plate of this because I mean it, it sounds I don't hate it. By the way, Mm -hmm. I don't hate it because fried calamari. If I'm going to like an Italian place, I'm getting the calamari. I'm going to a sushi place. I'm getting the calamari. Always calamari is phenomenal. Um, I don't know if you've had this certain type of Italian prepared calamari where it's got like pepperoncinis and tomatoes, but everything's got like the batter of the calamari on it. And it's got Mm. some weird sauce. It's like a rose vinegary sauce, but it's so good, dude. I forget the style of that it is. I'll try and find it while you describe to me what a traditional plate would be of this new england comfort food
1: all right so like like a fish and chips almost like a good okay. battered fish nice plate of fries like preferably like a parmesan garlic fry and then like a cup of clam chowder on the side a nice hearty clam chowder
0: yeah dude that i i see nothing wrong with that at all mm-hmm.
1: so nothing. i would put that as number 1 for me number 2 you said top five? Yeah, I mean, top three, top five, whatever you want to get into. Number two, I got to go with just classic, like, American burgers, hot dogs, like, barbecue. Yeah, I'll just say barbecue. You know what I
0: mean? Okay.
1: I'll put barbecue at two. Cajun, maybe. I like Cajun. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. By um, the way, this is that stuff that I'm talking about. I don't know if you see yeah. this here. pepperonis, yep. some tomatoes, or some, like, Calabrian chilies. And mm-hmm. they do it all the time, but I can't find the yeah, What name? is it called? I don't know, dude. But I've had that so before. Good. Yeah, it's good, right? Mm-hmm. And do you like the tentacles or the body? We eat them both? I'll eat them both. Okay, good man. They say it's a Cuban thing. Um, yeah, I, I cannot find this for the life of me. I'll click on the site.
1: but I think it's uh, just different regional fried calamari you know what i mean i don't know if it would necessarily have a specific name it's just like this is cuban or italian fried calamari you know yeah let me see if i can because i have a pinterest let's see if we can
0: find what the sauce is though because the sauce is the the critical part of any meal i'm a big sauce guy um Mm -hmm. i really i mean even if I'm having a steak, I'll even, like, enjoy it more with A1. And I know A1's a shitty steak sauce, but, like, it's sauce still. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Damn, dude, I'm getting hungry now. Look at that. It's a nice little okay. fish plate.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, do you fuck with scallops? Oh, yeah. Yep. Get out of here, dude. That's bomb.
1: Okay, so this took me to the damn website. But I will find bacon, this. Bacon fried scallops, dude. Not not scallops wrapped in bacon, but, like. Just in the grease? Yeah, like, just with a nice chunk of, like, a... Why am I drawing a blank on what it's called? Pancetta? the thicker... Oh, kind of, uh, pork it, belly. Not pork belly. Like, if you go to the butcher, you can get, like, a thick cut of bacon. It's called... Um, why am I drawing a blank right now? It's just basically thicker bacon. Um, I thought it was pork belly. No, pork belly's a little different. Um. I don't know. This one's Smokehouse by us does it. And I'm drawing a complete blank, but it's, it's like a quarter inch thick slab of bacon. Okay. And uh, that you, sounds you nice. fry that up. You fry that up with a scallop in there. And you're just uh, good to go, huh? You, you, you don't need anything else, man. It's just bacon, scallop, maybe a little salt and pepper just to,
0: just to really just stick it to them. Huh? Yeah, okay. This it's... looks promising. I just want to fucking find what this sauce is. Because, like, okay, here we go. So this is the dish that I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Um, Those are not tomatoes. You can use tomatoes if you don't like chili, but I believe they're Calabrian chilies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Calabria, a region of Italy that is known for spicy food. Now, it looks like for the sauce, there is no sauce with this, but you can still do it the right way. What's going to set it off is your cayenne pepper and your pepperoncinis, Mm -hmm. uh, Thai chilies they're using in this recipe. Okay um but yeah you're just kind of mixing these peppers and shit in there um just to give it a little bit of extra stuff man you can fry stuff and and it all comes out good bacon wrapped uh you know jalapenos that kind of shit it reminds me of that you can just take something healthy fry it and it's delicious zucchini mushrooms Mm -hmm. cheese all that shit so yeah yeah, man okay So, so yeah dude we got uh
1: we Wingham got comfort food, barbecue. Yeah. Number three, I'm going to put as, like, Asian cuisine. Like, I love Japanese. Um, I like Thai food. I like... And these are all, like... Because when we cook at home, like, we're kind of limited right now with the dairy-free and the gluten-free stuff for, mm-hmm. like, my son. So, like, when we can just go out, the adults, and maybe, like, my stepson, too, because he doesn't have any other things. Like that's uh, like we treat ourselves to those type of things like right now like just home cooking i do a lot of just meats just seasoned real well meats some like gluten-free pastas things like that rice a lot of rice and just make like simple dishes for dinners and stuff but so yeah i'd say asian is like number three put mexican at number four and then five i guess would be like italian
0: you know what i mean sure yeah it kind of gets a little like uh once you get past like your top three it's kind of like eh, whatever you know just good food because yeah. anything can be prepared be prepared well you know right. um man yeah it's, asian food's perfect for someone with like lactose intolerance it's, it yeah. really is there's no cheese because I, I heard a bunch of chinese people are
1: lactose intolerant Mm-hmm. that so. but the problem is is like it's a lot of noodles too so like right you know so it doesn't help with the gluten-free stuff for my son but for me i'm going at it um oh yeah. Oh I was going to tell you. Have you ever attended a Greek Orthodox Easter? <laughs> no, I haven't. Greek food though, a sleeper when it comes to good cuisine. See, I don't like Greek food personally because I grew really? up with it. Oh, but, okay. You know, what I mean like I just you don't like a I'm good gyro? I do. I do like a gyro. You know, with the shaved lamb, it's it's good. You know what I mean? I'm not bouganoush, hummus, I don't like hummus, man. Nope. I, I'm not a hummus guy. Um, I love
0: some good feta cheese on a burger. I mean, yeah, Greek food yeah. is
1: Feta cheese is good. Components of Greek food are good. You sure. know what I mean, like, you can put feta on anything. A good gyro is... They've been kind of Americanized now, but you get a good, like, with the cucumber in there. Cucumber, nice, tomato,
0: that... What's that yeah, tabbouleh? Or what is that stuff? T- tzatziki. Tzatziki, and then there's the the herb salad shit. It's like parsley garlic mm-hmm. and it's like a garnish usually you're talking like like the domandes or whatever they're called right those like rice, tomatoes yeah 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 the the rice with the meat and the grape leaves you don't like that kind of shit
1: i'll eat it i mean i grew up eating it it's yeah, just yeah. not and like the thing is like my mother and my grandmother would make them and they would just drench them in like lemon juice you know yeah yeah well the, yeah thick. that's a big part and i'm not a big like sour citrus guy at all oh so. man
0: i am dude i lo- that's why i like pepperonis hmm It's but, interesting. Okay.
1: Because like they make like great chicken and then they drench it with like lemon juice on top. And it's yes. like to me, it kind of ruins it. Like yes, I just dude. grew up eating that constantly as a kid. But uh
0: I hear you. I when I make Greek chicken in their defense, I put a lot of lemon on it mm-hmm. because it just reminds me of it. But I don't eat it all the time. I think if you're eating it, you know, once in a blue moon, it's pretty good. I also made some Arab food the other day for a UFC card that was in Dubai bomb i mean like their seasoning over there is interesting it's like a lot of sweet meats and stuff mm-hmm. but as far as of, like Greek, cinnamons
1: and stuff right yeah like all spice like, you know,
0: allspice, like yeah. shit that you would think of in like a pie seasoning they'll throw mm-hmm. it on meat and it kind of turns out good if you're not eating it all the time and i don't know why the hell they do that but it's cool it's
1: something different no, i I did that for my mom does a, a meat stuffing for thanksgiving and i mimicked it uh last week just rice white rice, some ground beef, cinnamon, allspice, clove, and a little nutmeg mixed in. It just it comes out great. It's just a oh. good, like, hearty meat stuff thing. Interesting. And some you eat that as a side? Business. Yeah, as a side. Because, like, again, I got to get my kid to eat protein. Yeah, yeah. He can't have, like, bread and shit. So he's getting a lot of rice and a lot of, like, ground beef. But huh. hey, gotta, he's got a gluten, do... gluten issue? Gluten
0: and dairy issue. Yeah. Damn, that's rough, dude. That sucks. You a lot of good food, but it's healthy not to eat that shit. It's really no, it healthy is. not to eat that stuff. But you were you were mentioning a Greek Orthodox
1: wedding, you said? Easter. So what Easter. they do at Easter is they, uh, they slaughter a lamb, and they do it on the spit. So they roast a whole lamb over the fire. And then there's just, you know, like my uh, <clears throat> the uncles I was telling you about that own the hot dog place. They'll do a big one. Do, do they like, kill it like, like in front of you guys? Not so much anymore. Like when my mom was growing up, they would like they would get the lamb and it'd like be their pet for a few days, and then they'd like split <laughs> its throat.
0: And like everyone that wants to eat it has to like stab the lamb once or some shit. Yeah, that's weird. It's,
1: it's barbaric, man. There's a lot of uh, weird shit that goes on with the Greek Orthodox Church, but we—that's a different episode. But um, the food's good, man. Like a slow roasted lamb over an open fire.
0: Oh like, sure, they'll
1: do, they'll do yeah. like. A, A lamb and two goats, or something, they just go all out. Oh
0: man, yeah, lamb is bomb, dude. That's a good, good food for sure. We have an Indian cuisine place here, and it's got some nice, like lamb, like uh, tiki masala and stuff like that. Like, but lamb instead of chicken, so good, it's just really good. Lovely stuff there.
1: Because, like, I, I grew up eating a lot of venison and stuff too, so like, we didn't even get into that, like, just hunting like i've had so many different elk meat you ever had elk meat
0: oh yeah ground elk is bomb dude i got that for uh tacos like uh we have this place here called uh dickman's and it's mm-hmm. meats it's weird weird place for a meat name but they have like alligator fucking mm-hmm. shark um what else do they have there that i got i mean they have everything and the weirdest thing that i got there probably was the alligator and it's good it can taste a little fishy if it's not prepared yeah. right but I had uh, a turtle
1: soup before Never. Like, is that an actual turtle? I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like alligator meat or something, but it's definitely a reptile because it's got that like fishy, kind of chewy, rubbery thing. Yeah.
0: Huh. Yeah. It's almost like a calamari, but not as good. Yeah. That rubbery it's, shit to it.
1: It's interesting. I've had rattlesnake before. It's nothing special. You know what I mean? Like,
0: it's cool to eat once. Yeah. It's cool to say that you tried that shit because I've never had rattlesnake
1: or turtle. Tried. Tried kangaroo before. That was Never had kangaroo. Tastes just like venison. Really? So it's decent. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. It's just weird thinking like you're eating a kangaroo. You
0: know Yeah, because I mean? they're kind of cute. And they they seem exotic. But over in Australia, they're like rats.
1: Yeah, they're like deer here. Like, we have so many deer in my area. Like, every, no matter what, you drive down the road, you're seeing at least two or three dead deer on the side of the road. And
0: a lot of people eat the, that shit, too. A lot of people oh, eat yeah. blood
1: kill. hmm i mean I, if weird. if i hit the deer i would definitely take it and eat you know would you oh yeah I it's better fresh, than fresh kill like that and it fucked up my car yeah i'm gonna eat that thing.
0: <laughs> as long as no like uh oil or gas or anything leaks yeah. onto the damn meat you know yeah. that's that's rough but so let's let's go through that real quick then before we wrap up uh, the uh the kinds of different kinds of like uh shit that you've killed and eaten
1: So me, I've only ever killed a deer before. That's that's the extent of mine. But my dad's done a lot of like hunting. He's gone uh, boar hunting before. He's gotten a couple bear, black bear. Does bear taste good? You got to cook it right. It seems like it'd be rough, like uh, hard to chew. It's very gamey. And it's so like the best way to do it is to make it like a a pot roast almost. You know what I mean? Slow cook it. Crock pot it. Yeah, the fat is disgusting tasting. Yeah, you know? huh,
0: like grizzly, or I guess yeah, that's probably like, why they call it a grizzly bear.
1: Yeah, but like he did it with a like a slow crock pot blueberry like jam in there, and just let it slow roast, and that was pretty good. Um, blueberry <laughs> jam bear, huh? Yeah, it sounds weird, but it, it's like sweet, and then it mixes with the gamey taste it's it's pretty interesting i've had moose my dad's never shot a moose but he had a friend that shot one and he gave us some steaks he shot a couple elk out in colorado okay Um,
0: elk's nice dude yeah they're so big too
1: yeah dude they are like 1200 pounds i mean it's like you get an insane amount of meat from one of those
0: yeah quite a few families if one one person you know kills an elk quite a few families there have meat for a year it Mm -hmm. seems
1: like yeah. Wild. Um. So, what else has he gotten? He's gotten any kind of weird
0: I mean, sea animals.
1: I mean, I went. Me and my brother and my dad, we did a chartered fishing thing up in Lake Ontario, and we got some fresh salmon. Okay. But like, that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Other than that, like you can't really eat anything out of the Hudson River here. It's so sure. fucking polluted. It's sure, like, sure. um when I was down in South Carolina you get a lot of uh we didn't even talk about that I lived down on a boat in South Carolina for a few months really 2014 yeah like a houseboat no it was uh, a this guy we knew it was me and my friend he like he met one of our friend's moms through like a dating site and he was a ex a retired engineer that got divorced sold his house and bought a hundred thousand dollar sailboat and was like living on this sailboat and wanted to turn it into a charter company, but he would sail it down to South Carolina in the winter time. Cause you can't leave it up here in the winter. So he'd sail it down there. And me and my friend went and uh, down there lived on the boat for like three months and just completely restored everything. Redid all the woodwork, uh, painted the deck painted, you know, pulled it up on a stilts and everything, painted the whole bottom of the boat, sanded it all down. did a shit ton of work for it and then we sailed it back up to new york and that was a (laughs) that was a wild adventure was it fun or was it like kind of stressful it was fun i mean like at the time i was drinking like crazy and he was just paying for our drinks so
0: like that was just it sounds like a fucking great
1: time honestly yeah dude it was it was like right after college so it was like just I I didn't want anything to do with teaching after college. I was, like, done with it. I was, like, I just need to get the fuck away. So went down there for a couple months. Got that, like, out of my system. (laughs) Just, like, worked all day. Would go out. The marina we were, like, living at had a trolley that would take us right into downtown Charleston. So just go haywire. That's (laughs) tough. Have fun. But, yeah, sailing back.
0: Sailing, dude. That's good. You got to cuss a lot, too, when you're doing that. Oh, yeah.
1: And, dude, it's so funny because, like. I had like my big beard from New York, <laughs> and like we were like two pirates. people are like, y'all from the city, and it's like no one has a concept that like New York State is not just the city, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, New York like,
0: City's almost its own state, like it should be, like it's its own it area should be,
1: yeah, it really should be, they should just from like I don't know I don't, it just yeah, it, there's it a lot of
0: conservatives be. where you're at from what I understand,
1: yeah, like all of upper New York. It's, like, red. Like, I, yeah. I sent you that thing with the voting stuff. It's, like, Albany County went blue, and, like, Westchester County, and like, Buffalo area and stuff was, like, blue, but everything else is red. Well, even, it's like, so
0: Long like... Island is pretty conservative.
1: Yeah. So, it's, yeah. like,
0: yeah, New York City should be its own, like, I guess 50's got a better ring to it than 51 states, though, because I feel the same way about California. California should be, like, three or four states, you know, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: we don't get to make those decisions, I guess.
1: No, but... Yeah, man, it's just been it's got a lot of crazy stories. you know, if we ever want to do this again, we can get into <laughs> some of that stuff. Yeah, man. No, I mean, it,
0: it, there's a, it sounds like there's a ton of shit. And I mean, it sounds like this could be a four hour long episode. I try and keep them right around two hours, but we can. I mean, it sounds like we'll have to do this again. I'd like to uh, maybe do one maybe with you and Rosie, too. I know you were mentioning doing something with her. Um, it'd be kind of fun to like, you know, hear how she feels about some of the more like childhood habits that you have brought into your adulthood it sounds mm-hmm. like that'd be kind of fun um you yeah, said she grew up rich it sounds like you grew up a little little more well off than the average but maybe would, like since it was up and down it it probably feels just a little more like chaotic and like unstable but
1: yeah like it was like we never lacked anything but there was definitely times where it's like you know you could just tell by how my parents were spending, you know, it's oh, like, you're like, Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, Oh, we're not going out to eat anymore for like the next two years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. cause it was weird. Like my dad would get like a big case say, and he'd make like 60 grand from this settlement or whatever, but then he wouldn't get anything else. Through. You know, So it's like, it's like, and then these things would drag on for like, so he has a case he's worked on for five years and he gets this big payout. So it, it was just like, kind of sporadic. You know what I mean? It wow. was never like fully consistent, but no, it was definitely like more upper middle class for sure. But then there was times where it was like, they, like they would literally say like, we can't spend any money. Like we can't do anything right now. Like just bills. That's it. Huh. So yeah, it was, it was interesting growing up. And yeah, then I like, teach you how to budget a little more, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, i'm very conservative when it comes to that kind of stuff just like knowing how and how to spend money and what like my dad never like invested in anything he would just buy shit you know trailers hot rod you know just like
0: things that could be investments if they were done right right but like if you have to just buying it in a fun way yeah it's kind of like you said pissing money away but hey it's fun though you know if you make the money you get to spend it how you want
1: Man, it's not my money you know <laughs> like, <laughs> let them do whatever they want but uh yeah man it would be fun because rosie she her grandfather owned several car dealerships and I, i'll let her tell the stories but she private school you know that's a different man. world We, so me when and, she met my parents dude it was like culture shock
0: <laughs> really dude that's awesome me and uh me and kim always joke around have you ever seen aqua teen hunger force mm-hmm the show have you seen where those the the frat aliens come in from and they like crash their rocket into the house and they're like you know college kind of douchey guys right but it's Mm -hmm. so funny every time like they're questioning this one alien He, you know he's got his jersey on and his frat and all this shit and he's like oh dude it's cool don't worry about the damage my dad owns a dealership we got money man don't (laughs) worry about and like they're it's just like over the top and they're like make they paint it like these like anyone that owns a dealership is just like a rich asshole and it's so funny dude that you say that that Rosie comes from that but mm-hmm. it's uh, obviously it's a cartoon not a hundred percent accurate but it's just funny that you bring that oh, up it's
1: it's pretty accurate
0: <laughs> <laughs> well cool man no yeah we'll have to do one uh, soon for sure I'd like to yeah because it sounds like you have a ton of stories and we heard a little bit about some of the shit uh, mm-hmm. the food is always really important to me but um. Yeah, dude. I mean, I'll plug the stuff in the beginning when I do the intro for this. But, you know, tell tell people like what you're up to and, um, you know, just what you guys do over there at Upstate Unconventional, man.
1: Yeah. And thanks for having me on, man. This was like I, I, I don't know if I told you, I was like a little nervous for this one. You
0: know? <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Like... It's like I said, it's just different, though. You know, it's mm-hmm. a different thing. If we were talking about like some paranormal shit, it's just like, you know, that's a normal thing for you. So, yeah, uh, no, I like doing it, man. I think that um, it's fun to get to know a little bit about, like, you know, the people that do these shows that people like listening to. So uh I appreciate you coming on, man.
1: Yeah, but uh, my show's Upstate Unconventional. We're going through a big, like, kind of reboot right now. We're really trying to change it up there and make it a little more information-based, like give some more value with, like, certain paranormal, esoteric, kind of magical stuff. To, you know what I mean? Just sure. talking more... um unconventional type things so we're gonna be putting an episode out soon um we're gonna kind of dive into like angels and like kind of like the history of angels and things like that that's dumb but yeah upstate unconventional and if you have any paranormal experiences and you want to share them i know it's like pulling teeth but (laughs) send them our way dude that's our problem
0: with uh with that show the new show cunt i try and get audio messages from listeners there's thousands of people that listen to it, and it's, like, tough to get, like, 10 audio
1: messages. That's what I'm saying, man. It's, like, I see the numbers, and, I mean, my show is not huge, but several hundred downloads per episode, and it's, like, no one wants to share something. like.
0: Yeah, it's weird, you know, dude. I, if I had a paranormal experience, I'd share it with you, but I don't really think that I've had any that are, like, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe people don't feel like their stories worth talking about you know, cause like I've seen little like things here and there, but I don't know how I could turn it into like an hour long conversation with you or anything. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it's, it. it's tough. But yeah, man, no. And the, the um, male female dynamic on a show, I find a lot of people enjoy. So I hope that you guys have success with the rebooting and uh, are you, are you like kicking it off into gear? Like by the end of the year, or is this next year
1: with the way things are going right now, probably January, it'll really kick off. We'll, cool. we'll definitely put out a few more episodes in between, but, yeah, I want to really just revamp it and just go hard with it next year, you know?
0: Cool, man. If you guys want uh, any any kind of help or if you want to come on my show and talk about anything weird, feel free, man. Doors open to you guys. You guys are both really cool people. So um, okay. yeah, guys, anyone that hasn't heard of, of Upstate Unconventional, check it out. Nico's a good guy. And um, Rosie, I, I don't know as, nearly as well, but she seems very nice. Um, So yeah, man, We'll uh, we'll definitely be talking more in the future. Obviously, you got my number, hit me up. And uh, check out the man's work, guys. Thanks so much for popping on, Nico. Thank you, man. Of course, dude. Take care, mm-hmm. everybody.